Blog Talk Radio. Nigga 
niggas are where the coke is. Nice to thug like niggas. Yo, you seem hopeless. Your value, too much to be measured. I wonder how you could ever be played. Your pussy worth gold amounting to more than the world, but not knowing nothing about you. You leaving the crib, taking all your kids out to drop them off. Letting some nigga knock you off so hot and soft. That's the same thing that got you lost growing up. Seeing it, it should remind you, you being lied to. Everything that moved inside you, sacred as you are, left with these wannabes to guide you. I watched you, hard to knock you, I try not to. They spot you, I dance the topless in your drawers. Damn, look, there goes a black girl lost. Preventing growth, that's preventing, you know, 
movement. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the movement is at a stagnated pace at this moment because we don't have a principle that has activated herself, that activated herself that we need in order to move forward at this point. So, okay, you know, this 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 is a this is something that has to be uh, addressed. Um, for the callers that are in the caller queue, I would ask that um, if you're not one of the invited guests, to uh, don't have your hand raised at this point. We're going to get to you because we're going to do a lot of questions. We're going to go to the callers and ask questions. Also, we're going to take questions from the chat. But um, I would just ask that you not raise your hand so we know who to let in. Okay. Indeed, you know what I'm saying? I can respect that. Um, And, you know, briefly for the audience, I'm sure that the majority of the audience are familiar with tonight's host, you know what I'm saying? But for those that may not be too familiar, can you preference why you felt it necessary to tag the sister Alexis Tyler to be, you know, the person to set this particular discussion off? Well, judging by the body of work that this sister has done, you understand? I totally respect what she's doing at this point. The energy that she's bringing, the perspective that she's bringing is one that's needed at this point. And this is raw and uncut. You know what I mean? This conversation is going to be raw and uncut. I, I also want to put out a disclaimer that if you're in the house with the children, the children, this is not a conversation that we're about to have, you know, for those that are uh, uh, the innocent ears and whatnot because we're going to be getting down and dirty to some real things. So I feel that the sister Alexis Tyler represents a huge proportion of these sisters out here that have something to say. And the material that she puts out, she knows what's going on. She has a great perspective on what's going on, and she's very honest. She's very open. I feel like I, I feel like I personally know her due to the way that she's extended herself to the family that's out there and whatnot. She reveals herself. So I felt like this is something that um that the the, that the community needs. And all and, uh, the majority of the sisters, they you know, they definitely want to hear what she has to say. So you know, it was it was a brainer. Let's go to these these callers with their hands up. All right, real quick, you know what I'm saying? Let's take caller starting, number starting with 646472. You are now rocking with the best. Peace, family. Peace, y'all. It's Rich, man. What's going on? Oh, peace, brother Rich. Chilling, chilling, man. man. Yeah, I'm glad to see y'all got Alexis Tyler on the show tonight. It should be an explosive show. Absolutely, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Uh, One thing that I do want to say that I recognize and realize about yourself you know, um, you were absent for a minute from the blog talk scene, but I have to tip my hat, you know what I'm saying, and commend you because you said that you had to take time out for family. And yeah, in this community, yeah. you know what I'm saying, a lot of people are not balancing the great works that need to be done and the amount that needs to be done. That work also has to be complemented at a, at a, at a home level, you know what I'm saying. So I noticed that you took that time out balance your scales and you came back with a bang so I appreciate that you know what I'm saying yeah I mean I, 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 t- I t- you know what I took a break from blog talk 
as well as YouTube, you know, the computer, it just sort of overwhelmed. It just it just consumed the conscious community within the last two years. This advanced technology, it was just really, it was good. And it showed it had its good and it had its bad. But at the same time that our technology is advancing, our organic technology is advancing, you know what I'm saying? So I had to take a little time also, family, and also just to tap tap in. You know, we don't take the time to tap in as much as we do no more because we got YouTube, because we got blog talk. So I just had to, you know, go and tap in, go into my, you know, my deep meditation and just, you know, uh, dig, dig deep within myself, you know what I'm saying? So the, the computer's good. It definitely is good, but can't abandon your organic technology because it's getting stronger and stronger and stronger, y'all. Trust me, I, I know it from experience. It's definitely getting stronger. So I definitely advise people just to continue to develop your spirituality, you know what I'm saying, and everything's going to work out for everybody. But I also want to plug this um this Blair. Dr. Blair's coming to New York. Uh, he's speaking actually on Sunday. Right, He's right. at the Marcus Garvey Holistic Center. It's going to be from 3 to 8. Uh, so if you're in the NYC area. Real quick, uh, give them a phone number so they can get in contact with, uh, you know what I'm saying, whoever they need to get in contact for that for that particular lecture. You know, I, I right. don't have King Simon number on me now. It's on, just go to my website, www.undergroundrailroadnet.com. King All Simon right. number is right on the flyer. The flyer's okay. in the front. Just look for King Simon. You can call that brother, and he'll give you all the information necessary to attend the uh, Dr. Blair uh, right. lecture this, this Sunday. Thank you, brother. Thank Rich. You, brother. We appreciate, Rich. It. appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Your work is Your work very, is much, very appreciated. much appreciated. Community. And, um, you know, with no further ado, we are going to open the lines for the host of the evening. Number starting with 44468. You are now rocking with the best. Peace. Hey, how you doing? Oh, hey. you're well. Peace. Is this the incomparable Alexis Tyler? <laughs> That's me. Hey. Hey, how are you? I'm fine. I'm sorry. I'm running late. No problem. You know what I'm saying? We have definitely a preference the evening. You know what I'm saying? The callers are here. You know, the night is young, and the topic is hot. So we need to get right into things. <laughs> Feel me? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Do you want? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, peace, peace, Alexis. This is uh, me and my brother. So you're gonna hear two different voices. Don't think that you're hearing things. It's the blue and the red. Um, <laughs> the title of tonight's show is the resurrection of all set. Mm. You understand? But with you on the show, it's also the resurrection of segment. You understand in the resurrection valley. I'll be calling me there. Say that again. I said, why y'all be calling me there? (laughs) (laughs) Energy that you bring, I'm saying. Um, We were just talking before you got on, and my brother asked me, why is it that I, you know, what was the reason for me bringing you on to tap you for this show? And I explained to him that um, I've been following your works, and I love the honesty I love the way that you reveal yourself. I feel like I know you, you understand, due to the way that you've opened up. And I love your perspective because you're not, you're not apologizing for the truth. And you're not, you're not tippy-toeing around 
bare facts, you know what I'm saying? And you have a background that enables, that, that, that certifies you and enables you to speak on the things that which you speak about because you've gone through these, through these things. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I could speak about certain things because I've gone through certain things. I've been, I've been to the bottom. You know what I'm saying? I've been in the darkness. I've been through a lot of things. I, I, I've lost a lot of things and I've gained a lot of things. So I have a different perspective on life that every, that, that certain people who haven't gone through these things might have. Mm-hmm. So um, there's there's a there's a there's a um a huge issue going on right now in the conscious community and also outside of the conscious community, which deals with the relationship that the so-called black man has with his woman. You know what I'm saying? And there, 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 there's many issues at hand. There's a reason behind this, you know what I'm saying? And we're going to explore some of these reasons. We're going to explore some of these topics. But ultimately what I wish to do is to offer some healing to the community, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of us are, are, are internally and spiritually and emotionally and mentally damaged due to the relationships and due to the misunderstandings that we have with each other. Yeah. So, you know, that's 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 the stage that we're gonna set tonight. And um, like I said, this is your stage. I want, you know, we're gonna ask you a few questions, but you know, I want you to freely be, just be free. Be, you know what I'm saying? Just okay. Be, be who you are. Well, I go wherever you want me to go. Okay. Okay. So, um. I'm going to pull up some questions that I have. I had some people send me in questions also that they were definitely wanted you to uh, take your perspective on. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) No doubt. Well, first and foremost, how are you doing this evening? I'm fine. I've been busy, busy. I I think it was such a powerful topic that you are, are bringing up, and I'm Glad you include me uh, when your brother asked why was I here. So I was going to ask him where you all just all giving your perspective from a moon's view of the the rising of the goddess. You said, well, we giving our perspective from what? Like you said, your brother asked why was I here. So I was wondering were you doing it from a man's perspective and not having a woman on tonight? Oh no no no! Not in that aspect. He didn't say it like why you were here. Oh, he just, nah, nah. my brother was saying, you know, I wanted to preference it for the audience. You know what I'm saying? For those who might be familiar with your work, and for those who might not, why were you the person that's been selected to tackle this particular topic at this particular time? And he answered, the fact that you speak the truth to this particular topic qualifies you to go in. You know what I mean? And based on the responses that I have been getting from my listeners, you know what I mean, they're very much interested in what you have to say. Okay. So, you know, the timing is right, the situation is ripe, and, um, you know, that's why we're here tonight. You know, what I was noticing, too, like you said, how, how I've been doing, uh, I've been busy, and I've been doing a lot of spiritual work because I do uh, spiritual reading. As, as well as spiritual work for people that, that need it done. And, and they a lot of people cried out, a lot of women cried out to me when they saw the uh, hybrid nigga bitch part one where I was talking about uh, hybrid 
niggas, male and female. Um, but, but I've always heard that people say, a lot of people have said, well, you know, the darker you are, you're more nine ether, or, or your or hair is nine ether, and the, and the darker someone is, the more melanin they have, the more closer they are to spirituality, and more righteous and intuitive they, and divine they are, and more gifts that they have. And what I'm seeing is that's not true. Yes, they are still, they're divine, or they, they have a divinity of a lower God. They still have abilities, but not all of them are righteous and bearers of light and have light in their prostate, light in their sperm, light in their vagina, light in their uterus and their eggs. All of us are not from the same God vibrating high because you have dark melanin. A couple of weeks ago, I got a documentary uh, from some white producers went over to Nigeria. Right. And they have this documentary, I don't know if you've heard of it or seen it, where the they had wars over there, and the black folks over there were in wars, and there was one man that had his army, and he called himself General Buck Naked. Now he is supposed to be a preacher, gave his life to Jesus Christ. He called himself General Bud Naked because he fought Bud Naked. And the reason why he said he fought Bud Naked is when he was 11 years old in Nigeria, his tribe practices voodoo. So one of the practices in voodoo was to do not animal sacrifice but human sacrifice. So he was 11 years old doing human sacrifice on black folks. So a part of his ritual before his, he had young boys going into battle, so a lot of them were on dope. So they were giving them heroin, you know, they were drinking, but one of, they were also cannibalizing. And one of the rituals to prepare them to go into war was to take a, a virgin, a, a young boy, um, while he's living, split him in the back, cut him open from the back, snatch his heart out from the back, slice it up in pieces, and then have all the young boys that are going into battle eat a piece of this child's heart that's supposed to make them strong and more warriors and brave and have no fear and courageous, go into battle, and then he would drink the blood. And he was saying there are hundreds, maybe even thousands of humans, black humans over there, that they don't cannibalize on, and that is one of their arts of war. Whether yeah. it is doing a, a human ritual or whether it is eating your enemy because they're trying to kill you or you think they might eat you. And they were actually going into the graveyard, and, and the uh, one that used to call itself General Buck Naked was saying at one point they would actually cook humans, season them up, have the ribs like it's uh, some pork ribs, and eat human flesh. And they got used to eating human flesh and actually wearing human parts. They showed one part where this young boy was holding up a human heart in his hand saying that this was the general's heart, he's going to eat it. So I, I had some people attack me saying, so what are you saying? Because they are darker skinned, that means that they are children of a lesser God. And that's not what I said. I didn't say that, I did not say that all dark skinned, melanated people uh, are evil or all children of a lesser God. I said that just because you have melanin, that is a lie. When people are melanin this, melanin that, melanin makes you so spiritual, melanin makes you so powerful. Well, what type of power do you have and what entities are, are being harbored in your melanin? And if you are so spiritual and you are so sacred, then why, if it is from a higher God source, has it not been activated in the ABCs and 1, 2, 3s in the genetics of your blood? 
if your melanin supposed to, supposedly does all of these things because it is darker. So when you say that we have all these problems, we have all these issues, that's one reason why men and women are unequally yoked because we have women that are supposed to be triple, have a womb of a triple black goddess that are supposed to be bringing forth God, and she herself is the daughter, the bastard daughter of a lesser God, so she is bringing forth bastard children, opening their eyes, but they're dead, devoid of reasoning, devoid of life, and they have created a whole subhuman category of entity-filled, melanated beings that are not brought from gods of light, but they are children of lesser gods. Ooh. I saw, <laughs> I saw that I saw that clip, uh, Blue Pill. I was that's the clip that I was telling you yeah, about. Yeah, uh, ben, they had Bin Laden and all of them in there, right, uh, Alexis? That's, they they named mm-hmm. themselves after. Uh, after yeah. Yeah. Nah, yeah. And um, that was very shocking when I saw that. Also, it blew me away to the extent of uh, barbaric barbar- barbarism that our people have fallen. You understand, and um, it is it, it, setting up the question that I want to ask you to the aspect of, from your perspective, do you see us as a community evolving or devolving from what you see going on right now? That's a powerful question that you asked me for what I'm seeing. We are simultaneously doing both. You are, we are giving birth and we are dying. We are evolving and we are devolving. We are progressing and digressing. <laughs> we And then some of us ain't doing shit. We are staying neutral. So mm-hmm. we are doing something that depends on, like I said, what is the origin of your soul and your DNA? What are you, what spirit are you uh, inhabiting in your melanated vessel? And what is the agenda inside of the etheric code that is now evolving based on um, the message that's being opened up in the etheric envelope. When you look at the genetic structure of blood and when you look at the genetic structure of cells and when you you look at the etheric history. Because, see, when I deal with this and information that I'm given, you're dealing with multidimensional levels of the self and of the soul. And in each part of the self that you deal with, it's encased a genetic memory, a whole infinite history. And many of us don't know that history. So if we don't know, first of all, all the genes we carry. A lot of people walk around here so-called black, but they're not. So they, they have African, Native American, European ancestry. Then we don't want to accept or look at the fact that a lot of us have entity extraterrestrial relatives we are descendants of that are still operating in the higher planes of your DNA, not your physical DNA, but the etheric DNA, the energetic DNA that is found into the third dimensional flesh self, the blood self. See, when you are looking at the blood self and you're looking at the codes uh, of your blood and in your DNA, and when you see the letters that are identifying uh, the, the protein, the peptide chain, you have to realize that that is not the 
beginning and the end of the identification of that strand because as the scientists will tell you that a lot of the DNA strand is junk. Well, it's junk because they can't decipher it because they don't have a reference for it because a lot of times they don't have a melanin-based mind or many of them because um, they realize they're different strands of us. Like they're saying, they're good us, there's bad us, and we control the whole spectrum, all universes, all galaxies. We control them all. So you have to realize our mind, we have multifaceted, infinite strands of mind. So your yeah. mind is connected not just to your physical self or the physical brain. That's not your mind. That's a manifestation, a projection of the source of your mind. Then you deal with the spiritual aspect of it, the etheric aspect of your mind, the intangible part of it that you cannot see. So although you don't know it or they don't tell you about this, uh, you got extraterrestrial lineages that people don't know about. A lot of them are negative and destructive. Some of them are good. It depends on how strong that lineage that come in. But you got them strands of it right now existing in parallel universes, feeding information down through the strand in the third dimensional plane. That's why you see niggas over there in Africa. They thought that that's supposed to be the land of milk and honey. Of course, everybody else over there raping that bitch. Africa ain't nothing but a big pussy getting fucked. Without the grease and all of her resources are going for other people. You got Asians over there now. You got a little bit of everybody over there now fucking the great mother and everything she gives birth to, they bastardizing it and adopting it out and selling it out. Just like they over there in Haiti stealing them black children out of there because now we know we got black folks that do rituals on black children. And now these white folks, they now, I know some Haitians, so it's been going on over there. The white folks have been over there fucking them little girls and fucking them little boys. Women, uh, black women have Haitian women have debt. They take the children and put the children in slavery to cover the debt. That's been going on, and this book has been going on. They've been stealing organs from over there like they're doing now. It's just more exposed on a larger scale, and they try to justify them. White folks justify going to get them children now because they say, oh, we're trying to help them and deliver them. So when you go into these different strands, well, well we don't know about them, so that's what I'm telling you about them. Right. The, the higher parts of yourself we and realize about RNA, correct? We, we're talking about both of them, RNA and DNA. Okay. See, that's what, unfortunately, we we were supposed to be given this information as children. Mm-hmm. Really in your, in your mother's womb and to your father's sperm. All this stuff, but see, our mamas and our daddies wasn't tuned up when they were fucking. Because first, first, before you have physical sex, you're supposed to have sex. Like me and you talking now, we having sex right now. That's how deep sex is with us. Right. Verbal intercourse. Hmm? Uh, you're supposed to have verbal intercourse. You, you already plan a baby. You can plan a baby on a woman, woman, a man can. He can speak to a certain way and, and, and deliver a certain tone to her, see. And because it's information in tone and the frequency, and he look in her eyes and transfer shit to her. So before they get to the bed, she's already pregnant. Hmm. So she's pregnant with information. She's still pregnant with information, but unfortunately be the wrong goddamn shit based on the third dimensional realm. So these things that I'm bringing now and trying to explain to ourselves, as they are explained to me, is stuff that we are supposed to know, and it takes at least 30, 40 years to get this shit really in. 
So by the time we 30 and 40 years old, many of us are still down ignorant bastards, don't know who our mom and daddy is, and it's easy for us to be inhabited by lower vibration entities if we are open and we don't know who we are, or to have them through the strands of yourself, higher stuff you don't know about since, since melanated people are everywhere. At all times, you're everywhere. That's why it's easy for people to tap into you and activate you because they know scientifically who you are, and you don't know scientifically who you are. And now we're finding out for the past at least 30 years, every child that's been born, especially black ones, blood been secretly taken from us, and they have filed a genetic database to see how you tick and to have created race-specific diseases for your ass because mm-hmm. they know who you are and they know what makes you tick. Now, in your spiritual work, you know what I'm saying, are you coming across a lot of people that are experiencing these levels of possession? Oh, man. It's real bad. And like I was saying with the um, hybrid nigger bitch and hybrid niggers, yes. you have sex when somebody rapes, and they rape a child that's one of the most powerful forms of um uh, magic and sex ritual, and then even when you're grown and you do a sex ritual with somebody, that's a powerful way to bind somebody's spirit and lock them in or tap into their soul. And when a child is raped like that and fragmented, they grow up, usually they have entity attachments on them because usually the person that raped them and fragmented their mind was full of entities. But when you fragment somebody's mind, whether you beat them, you shoot them, um, you, you do some foul shit to them or you rape them, you basically fragment them to the point that you open them up to make them susceptible for entities hanging around looking for somebody to attach to or looking for somebody to possess. A lot of these people that um, have spiritual need spiritual work done have entity attachments to them that they know something on them, but they don't know what it is. Maybe he and shit. I talked to her later tonight, and uh, while I was on the phone with her, uh, I asked her, did she see the witch on her? Because the witch behind her is a damn psychic thief. And she said, I know who you're talking about. This older lady. I said, yeah, I see her on you because she's trying to steal energy from me through the damn phone. See, people don't realize you on the phone and you deal with the pure electromagnetic matrix field because that's what you are. You pure electromagnetism at all times. So when you're on the Internet and when you're on the telephone, people got entities attached to them or entities traveling looking for somebody to attach to and suck off of and drain. They will attach and they will still travel through a phone line. And this particular woman here was raped and been psychically attacked for years, but she too, she's a goddess. A lot of people that have been raped or have entity attachments on them or that been attacked and bound up with some type of ritual or magic spell or something, most of them people came here to do powerful work. But the entities know who you are since nobody told you who you are. Your mom and daddy didn't tell you, and they wasn't woke. So when you came in, the entities already know your name. They know when you're coming. They know your birthday and everything. So you don't damn know. So they sick people up on you that it's easy for them to possess, or they'll come to you themselves, and you fragmented. They get in, and they get on you. They started draining you and bringing all kind of negative circumstances to you to, to throw the goddess off balance so she cannot be offset. She cannot be sick, man. She cannot be head of root. She cannot balance herself, and then she cannot balance Osar. 
she can't have the right men attracted to her because a lot of our men are sick because the, the mama womb they came out of is sick. And a lot of these men done had fucked up women that they tried to love and tried to help, and the women done fucked them over, but they don't want to tell nobody because they don't want to seem weak, and women done used them and broke them down and didn't want the good man when she had him or she couldn't see him or couldn't receive him. We have a lot of broken, damaged men that also have attachments on them that they don't know how to shake, and then when a woman comes to them that's trying to balance them, it's hard for him to let her in and love her because he's been wounded by so many women that cannot be ISIS, cannot be offset, that cannot be balanced with that segment energy. Mm. Uh, Alexis, that that's powerful. I need to ask you this. Metaphysically and spiritually speaking, what happens to a womb when a child is killed in the uterus? I'm talking about they call it abortion, but I'm saying what happens when a child gets killed in the uterus? Oh, you know, uh, there's a lot of things that happen on a lot of levels when that happens because I was doing a reading on a lady um, last week, and she didn't tell me at first. And a lot of women will say when I ask them, so have you had any children? And they said, no, I don't have any children. I've never given birth to any children. And I said, yes, you did have a child. You just got rid of it. Just because it didn't, it didn't come to term and you didn't give birth out your vagina or have it cut out of your C-section alive and you sucked it out don't mean that that's a race. Mm-hmm. Because the etheric membrane of your energy, and the same woman that admitted she had an abortion, first of all, I seen a dead child in town. So I said, what you have to realize, a lot of times when women have abortions, the the sex of the child, the energy of the child, that was something she already conceived in her mind and in her spirit. She had a karmic agreement to bring the child in a certain date, a certain child away by a certain man, whether the man raped you, whether the man got you pregnant and didn't want your ass. The same thing happened to me, but I kept my agreement and brought my child here, and I don't regret it because I couldn't live with that abortion shit because I know you carry that for the rest of your damn life. Because people that can see it, first of all, most women don't admit that they had abortions. They feel guilty about that shit. They say they don't, but at some point they have to deal with the, the unbalanced trauma and the unrighteous shit they damn did. But when that happens on a higher level, before you conceive on a third dimensional realm, the third dimension, see, people want to think that the third dimension is the first creation and the first time the shit showed up. That's not the first time the shit showed up. That is just a manifestation on the third dimension of your affirmation on the higher realm. That's mm-hmm. the shit you agreed to on the higher realm where nobody can't damn see that now they're manifesting the third dimension. Whether it's some negative shit or some positive shit, that's not the first time it shows up on the third dimension. That's just the first time your eyes can see it because of veil over your damn third eye or your sixth chakra so you can't pierce the veil to see past the physical shit. So when a woman have a baby up there and the higher realm she agreed to be manifest and then give birth to it at a certain time, there's already a bond that they have because she conspired to do this and say, yes, I will bring you in. Now, she forgets that agreement. Some more capital, she gets locked into this shit down here that says, oh, it's okay to have an abortion. It's okay. The shit ain't going along. Suck the shit out. So she suck it out. The baby remembers she don't. So she thinks it's clear, but you have an aura and, and chakras in your uterus, your whole, that's a whole galaxy that is connected to astronomy and numerology. So it's like um, 
somebody dies and you think that because the person's dead or somebody killed them, think, okay, I had a racist person. No, you didn't. All you did was shift the motherfucker from one dimension to another. So you eradicated the material self, but you can never erase the etheric self and the mind of the person. That's why you can talk to people that's dead or you'll see them flashing or walking through particular areas because they have not rectified what has happened to them because you cannot shadow the soul, you cannot shadow the mind of a damn dead person. So you just transmute them once you take them out in a physical form. So it's the same thing with the baby. And the, the baby's mind was still intact. And I said, um, the baby's still hanging around you, and it has not resolved the conflict and why you killed it. And then you have not forgave yourself and resolved the conflict. I said, and it was a boy. I said, what was it? She said it was a boy. I said, how old was it? She said it was three months. And they did the abortion. She said, and I asked them. What was it? And they told her it was a boy. It was developed enough to see that's what it was. And I said, you have to release this child and make peace with it and your womb because this is a very heavy and very destructive energy because she, although she's almost 50, she cannot come to terms with releasing what she did because she's carrying a lot of guilt. And the baby is still hanging in her etheric field. I said, you got to do one or two things. First of all, you got to forgive yourself. You got to ask the child for forgiveness. You either find another child, because she also had them cut a womb out last year. So now she doesn't cancel her motherfucking self out on many damn levels. Because they told her that she had fibroids, which was a lie, that she needed to get a hysterectomy. So once she did that shit, she's like, well, how can I forgive my, ask my womb to forgive me? It's not there. I said, yes, it won't. Because it's still your genetic memory and your etheric template still knows who you are. And even if you die and you cut your titties off, what you are is still locked in place in the etheric anatomy and the etheric plane. So it's a real heavy karmic debt. I said, you either got to adopt a child now, a boy, and you have got to give that child to you. got to balance that out that way, or you got to release this one here and balance yourself, and you got to dissolve this karma, or you have peace with the child and you let the child hang around. Now, I want to ask you, how does that affect the father? Well, people, men don't realize when they say they don't care, and I'm glad she got rid of it because I don't want her and I don't want to be bothered and I don't want that child. It is still an etheric bond and it's unbalanced karma that he's going to have to deal with. Whether he go on, start another family with a woman and have children by a woman he want to have them children by, that is still locked. There's an etheric code that's locked in. Because, see, when a man has sex with a woman, sperm lock into the egg, and the baby is born, that becomes an etheric soul tie that is actually locked into the genes lock. Mm-hmm. And when they lock, not just on a physical level, they lock on the etheric level and the time to be so deep. That's why I be telling these women, y'all need to, and these men, stop putting your dick everywhere. Stop fucking everybody. Because mm-hmm. um, at the time, you can see it's so important because you're dealing with numerology. You're dealing with astrology. So you're dealing with people's sign, their birth sign and shit, the sign that was in place when they were being born on that damn birth sign, the time of the year, where the sun was, where the moon was and shit. 
what your karma is, what an empty attachment you got on you, what agreement. See, it's some whole deep, a whole nother goddamn world that you locking into when you fucking somebody and then you creating a trinity and you getting somebody pregnant. So they locking this code in here and it's being turned on and activated and now it's triple negative. You don't turn it upside down and unbalance it because what you just did the sex ritual on and caused the soul to appear materialized in the third dimension, you just she slaughtered it and you subconsciously or you overtly agreed to this shit to slaughter the this is like a sacrificial land. You sometimes you bring the life in, then you canceling the life out. And they think that that's fine and it's over, and that carries with that man because he did not do a ritual to balance and to neutralize that shit. Like I told a woman that she has to do, and it comes back. It might not come back with another child um, dying or somebody else having an abortion, but it comes back in other ways because you sort of you sort of bad seed and you disrespected a woman, you violated a womb, and now you just violated a child. So you you have to pay for that. Mm-hmm. If you don't write it and bring peace to that child, you took. Now, uh, by estimates, you know what I'm saying. I read an article the other day from Planned Parenthood. And they were saying something like 30 million babies, you know what I'm saying, melanated babies been aborted. You feel me? So, and that's just their estimates. I can imagine how many are uncounted for. And melanin is global, you know what I'm saying? It ain't just got to deal with, uh, you know, Planned Parenthood's operations here in the United States. So, you know, are we looking at an entire field of just tormented souls? And then that's why the level of anger and anguish is so high in the community and people are so fine with, you know, pushing their, their hate and their anger onto other people. It's like contagious. That's so powerful that you said that. And that's why a lot of the children feel like don't nobody care about them. That's why they're out here doing any and everything because a lot of parents don't care about them. And now we know that a lot of the parents are prostituting them uh, the, 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 the the black mother that's supposed to be the goddess. We look at all black women and respect them. I don't know more why. Cause cause you black, I'm supposed to respect you. Why? And I find out you got your daughter sucking your nigga's bitch, and you selling her pussy, and you say you didn't see it. You don't fucking know. Hmm. It's like we are the generators. So this black women opening their motherfucking pussy up for them to stick a pipe up in that motherfucking pierce their uterus and suck the goddamn baby out. These men ain't going in there having these abortions. These stupid ass black bitches going there, going out meeting a nigga at night, fucking him without a goddamn rubble, and they ain't on the pill because they pill and they birth control is an abortion. And then this is a multi billion dollar business for Planned Parenthood and the eugenicists because they are not destroying the babies like we sucking them out and walk away. Oh, no, no. They make, they put these babies in vaccines. They use their organs. Um, it's like um, they sell the, the organs. They use the stem cells, the stem cell research, and, you know, baby cells, either aborted baby cells, can help to regenerate spinal cord tissue in people that have had accidents and have been paralyzed to cause them to walk again. They are taking the melanin, creating products out of it. 
And this is a very powerful ritual to get melanated people to cancel themselves out. And a lot of them are eating that tissue. I know y'all don't want to hear it. You don't want to believe it. But they're doing rituals on melanated babies and children and the organs and the blood because that's how they get power. That's how the entities get power from us. We generate this whole system. We don't even know. Wow. Now, I do have to make mention of, you know, one of the industries that I can't help but take notice. You know, I'm walking up 125th Street every day, and when I go to look for one of these movies that I got to decode, I'm going to look for the bootleg, I'm seeing the pornos. And I can't yeah. help but, 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 you know, comment and say that some of our most, you know, attractive, delectable, you know what I'm saying, uh, borderline, quote unquote, divine sisters got three or four dicks in them. Yes. On the yes. floor. Yes. So, what does that particular industry, what does that affect, have on us collectively? You know, a lot of people is like, look, just let them do them. But me understanding mm-hmm. the atomic self, you understand? Me understanding mm-hmm. if everything emanated from a specimen that was the size of a mustard seed. Mm. And everything that you see in the expansive universe when contracted goes back to that particular mustard seed. And everything in this universe is atomic because everything shares an atomic relationship. Then what does that have effect? What effect does that have on the collective consciousness? If ritualistically these rituals are going on every second of the day because that industry is one of the biggest. And it's one of the most powerful, and they know that is a way to get power from a black woman pussy. It's like you said, a black woman pussy is just like a damn lake, a body of water that's still. So you drop that mustard seed in her pussy, throw it in the middle of that lake that's still, and it's going to create a ripple effect that ripple all the way out to the edge of the and set a fire every moment that is attached to that melanated zone, but she feels the most powerful God. So with, from her womb, she is a goddess and a god. And what they are doing is to flip her outside, inside out by teaching her to flip her own goddamn self inside out, to sell her out. Her pussy it's like a key, and she taking all these dicks up in it. That's a divine crystal. That's a harmonizing wand, and she is pulling that energy in on a low level. She's a low level of a goddess, still using her vagina power on a low level, and she is now feeding a nation from that from her pussy. She's still giving birth to children of lesser God. Because now she's pulling in that lower level um, Luciferian sex energy. She's turned upside down. So now what she has done, I mean, look at it. When I look at uh, these porn stars, Pinky and all these other porn stars, black porn stars now, um, you, I hear black women telling me, oh, I just love to watch Pinky and I just love the way she be fucking and sucking dicks and I just get ideas and, oh, I think she's so cool and she's such such, such a nice person. And uh, if I say something about it, oh, you hating, if I say something about stupid, you hating, she got all this money and she got this and that, and I'm like, why would I hate on the goddamn dick sucker? 
the only way that you got what you got, not because you are powerful in the sense that you are bringing forth information that is shaking the minds and waking them up and transforming women into higher vibration goddesses so they ain't feel like they got to sell their ass for a dollar. You are only powerful in the sense that you took your spiritual sexual energy and you are now a slave to the low gods of calm. Oh, yeah, there are entities that if you do sex rituals and you come and you put calm on the altar, they will give you anything you want in the lower third dimensional realm. And that is who controls this system. So many of these women, instead of taking the higher road and raising their vibration, because it takes longer and it's a little more difficult because we're in a system that is upside down, you get things faster when you do low-level calm sex magic rituals. So because if you see you're doing this in your womb, so whether you are getting pregnant with a baby and you get an abortion, sucking it out, whether you're taking three dicks, dicks in your pussy, dicks in your asshole, dicks in your mouth, remember there are natural rules in nuts and in pussies. So when you are having sex, you're having a ritual done where you are calling natural rules. You are calling um, your ancestors, you're calling Orishans, <laughs> and they got high-level ones and low-level ones for you. And there are ones specifically that will come when you come. I got and a question for you. I uh, heard one of your shows last year where the brother was trying to coerce you into anal sex. And he was yeah, saying how good it was and all of this shit. Can you yeah. touch on that? Because, you know, that's the new shit in the hood. And I know a lot of people might be upset with me for even bringing that up because I might be knocking their hustle. But, uh, yeah. you know, can you talk about this anal sex thing? Oh, yeah. It's it's pretty bad now. And it's just like a lot of women are trying to compete with scissors and are taking dicks in the ass because they think that's going to make them keep their man. And, and that's a powerful um, species ritual because mm-hmm. there are a lot of men that like to have sex with a woman in the ass and they get off and, and sex with men too. And they do, some women will take this where they take blood and feces and as they're tapping into that vibration of energy. And it, it can be a very destructive energy. First of all, it's destructive to the bowel. Because if you're taking big dicks and you can slam down over a period of time since so it's really an exit, it's not an entry, it starts to break down the tissue in the anus and in the rectum. And a lot of as people start getting older, they have to get reconstructive surgery because they can't hold their bowels. A lot of them can't, they have to wear a diaper on them. They ain't going to tell you, but and you ain't got, they ain't got to be 60, 70 years old. You got a lot of young people walking because they done been busted in the ass so fucking hard and it was so big, long dicks and been fisted. See, you got to deal with that too, baby. It ain't just the dick. These motherfucking getting armed and fit. They getting holes so armed all up in their motherfucking ass because they done been busted with so many dicks. The asshole done stretched out so wide because it's not like a pussy. It don't snap back and where the motherfucker roll out. So the only thing they can feel in that motherfucker is a goddamn fist ran up to the fucking elbow up in their goddamn ass. So most of the motherfucker blowed out or what they call a rosebud where the intestines push down out they fucking ass, so they can actually push it down. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. y'all know it's some nasty shit. But it's a, y'all think it's, it's a white boy? It's real talk. It's a nigga. We need to have it. 
You think it's just white boys having rosebuds? Don't look up rosebuds. You see the picture they in testicles. They asshole the outer ring or the anus been busted wide open to the sphincter muscles done fucking gave out. So it's wide open and the intestines just hanging down while they can fuck all in their ass. And a lot of y'all wouldn't expect it's doctors, athletes, lawyers, judges, preachers. You will realize a lot of the people that are the most educated do the most perverse kind of shit because they get bored and not fascinated with anything no more. They don't went to the highest height. Most people on top just sitting around, they can do everything they can do, so they fucking bored or they want to motherfucking bust little boys out in their ass. This is also a very powerful ritual. See, we're in an age now where, like you said, are we evolving or devolving where we have been uh, taken over by the lower-level entities and they know how to do it control you with sex magic, bring down the sex where it's not high and it's spiritual, but bring it down to the third dimensional plane because they know the third dimensional plane does not exist without you. So they know the only way to get you to participate and to make the magic real is for melanated people to put their emotion and their visualization on what they show you in the third dimensional realm, which is a lower level of sex. Because once you start participating in that and your emotions and your visualization and your senses get in there, then the lower level entities are going to possess your mind and to have you doing low level shit, getting fucked all off in your damn ass where they say there is no right, there is no wrong. See, you ain't gay, you, you, you ain't bi, you just sexual. See, now you're getting into the realm of Baphomet kind of shit. Mm. Mm. The animalistic kind of shit. Now, can you touch on that particular energy of that particular entity? Because right now, that's the conversation being had via hip-hop, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people are seeing Baphomet pop up next to their favorite quote-unquote stars, you know what I'm saying? Beyonce rocking Baphomet, Lady Gaga getting her Baphomet on. So a lot of these sisters are being entrained by this particular entity, whether they know it or not, because residual is talking directly to the subconscious and making a place home and then they like I don't care y'all niggas is hating her music off the hook what is that particular <laughs> entity you know what I'm saying what prevalence does it have in this particular time period of it being reintroduced oh and, wow and, and, you, know you know what it, it never went anywhere it's just more in your face now they feel so powerful now and they feel like nothing can be done so they can Put it right in your face and say, yeah, the Illuminati exists. Yeah, um, um, the uh, all of these secret societies in the Club of Rome, they're coming out with it now because they feel like, well, what are you going to do? And when they come out now with the Luciferian sign, with the, the fingers looking like two horns, and now it's cool to do this. They have put such a spin. See, you're dealing with the Lord of sensuality, pleasure, and illusion. He has mastered the seven deadly sins. But you have to realize why we get caught is because he's you. <laughs> That's what people don't want to realize, he's you. So it's easy because remember, okay, so there, what's the difference between what a, what a, hmm? I said it's all atomic. How can he be other than atomic? You. Outside of self. Yeah. It's your fucking yeah. shadow. Of yourself, though. Of yourself. That's what I'm saying. You can't really separate yourself and say, that ain't me, that's not a part of me, because it is an extension of your shadow self. 
So when you look at a porn star, when I look at her, I say, how is she different than me? She's not. I'm just being real with you. What, how, how, am I better? No. All the difference in her and me is the way she directs her energy down, and I direct my energy up. She get on film and let different niggas fuck her. I won't do that, and I'll be with one special man that's my man and do the same shit. Just going to keep it real. So a lot of these women trying to act like, oh, look what she doing. I ain't dead. You, you dead. You dead. And if you ain't that, something wrong with you. Because when you with your man, you're supposed to be all that. You just don't do the shit with motherfuckers. Or you probably get trained, right? You get you take two dicks. But because don't nobody see you and you wear your three-piece suit and you drive your fancy car and work in corporate America, you better than the porn star. But she using her energy is now being reduced to a sex level to entice and to drop somebody into hypnotism and to um, deceive them. That same Baphomet energy to use her pussy, use her titties, and put a get a fuck, I think it's the same goddamn energy that me or another woman would damn be carrying that choose to reverse the shit and turn the inside out instead of outside in. And for women that cannot see it and for men that cannot see it, that are blind to who they are, they get seduced into it and tell you, you hating on her. The music hot, Lady Gaga hot, and you can tell this bitch got a male problem. And I kind of wonder, is this fucker a sissy? I really wonder, is this a real bitch? Or is it a fucking man that they done dressed up like a goddamn woman because it looked possessed to me? Something is wrong or the fuck on drugs. You can just, and you listen to the shit. See, a lot of people get caught up because I've seen a girl, Ashley, the daughter of a voodoo priestess, and they shot the shit out of me because she's sitting in front of the computer watching Lady Gaga, oh, 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 oh. And I'm just like, this fool crazy. She, I, I just love her. And I said, and, and, and I watched it because a younger boy, she's about 30 years old, a boy 20. He looked at her and he said, what do you love about her? She's singing a song talking about spreading diseases and that she want to kill people by fucking them and getting them disease. Oh, she's not saying that. She's not saying She said, are you listening to the words this fucker saying? Uh, she dancing to the beat. She just, and she's supposed to be still. She's supposed to be able to see clean cut through the bullshit. She dancing already. Kind of, and I looked at that and I said, I know what it is. They don't use that Luciferian energy of tones and frequency. Hit her in the fucking head. Hit her in her ass and hit her in the fucking pussy. Because she bouncing, she rolling her ass in the chair, her head bobbing. They hypnotize well by taking the same sex energy and flipping it, pulling her outside in instead of inside out. So the Luciferian energy is your goddamn ass. Misdirect and turn upside down. All right. Now I want to qualify this for you just to make sure, just so the audience will know that what you're saying is on point. This article, right, dropped on February 8th, 2010. Lady Gaga says ghosts saved her. American singer Lady Gaga has claimed that the ghost of her dead aunt, who lives within her, saved her from an addiction to cocaine and LSD. The controversial pop star told British tabloid News of the World that she would lock herself in a room and snort bags and bags of cocaine and also got high on LSD as she tried to find inspiration for her music. However, Lady Gaga, whose real name is Stephanie Joanne Angelina Germanata, 
said her deceased aunt, Joanne Germanata, saved her from addiction. I thought I was, quote, I thought I was going to die. I wanted to be the artist I loved, like Mick Jagger and Andy Warhol, and I thought the only way to do it was to live the lifestyle. But then I realized my father's sister, Joanne, who died at 19, had instilled her spirit in me. She was a painter and a poet, and I had a spiritual vision. I had to finish her business. Gaga mm-hmm. wrote in her new biography. Her cocaine soundtrack was always the cure. I would lock myself in my room and listen to Never Enough on repeat while I did bags and bags of cocaine. Okay? Now, my brother did a whole lecture where he qualified Alex the Crowley explaining that cocaine would would be the entrance drug of which he would bring his youth movement through music. And here we are. But Alistair Crowley also is a damn homosexual, like the Boston Boys and the ass. Most of the people, Mick Jagger, all of them is bisexuals and closet homosexuals that, that worship Baphomet, that bow down. And one of the most powerful ways, even Alice Crowley said it, is to fuck them little boys, to do the goddamn reverse anti-nature shit. So I'm glad I didn't know that Rick did that because it shows she is possessed, and she told her aunt to possess her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's who people are jamming out to? Yep. That's who motherfuckers is tuning into the Grammys to see, dressed up in blackface with Elton John with little black hands coming out in dedication to Haiti, laughing <laughs> at what's going on at the ritual, not only entering it, but bringing you into it and then making you enjoy it. Yes. Yes. Party to the yes. ritual. Yes. You know I'm saying contract to the fraud. Yes. Because it is fraud. You're absolutely right. It is fraud. So, so when, when a- redemption comes or the price is to be paid, how can you back out if you've contracted? You can't. <clears throat> you, you will, but you're going to be fucked up. You're going to be damaged. What remedy spiritually can we give our listening audience, those that might have not known this information, and found themselves entrained by this particular frequency via these artists. Is there anything that you can tell these sisters or these brothers, for that matter, that they can do to get themselves out of that particular spiritual contract? You know what, like you said, you're going to a movie to break down the codes. You're absolutely right. I haven't been doing that lately. We need to go and we start to start studying. Like the stuff that me and you have been saying tonight, we've been saying, they need to go research the stuff we said. They need to start looking at, these artists again. Listen to the words that they say. Look, go to the movies because there's so much happening around us in the destruction of this system and where they're moving into a cashless one world order society where they're controlling people's mind. They got a computer chip to drop down in people's minds in your arm while they got biometrics now at the airport to see your clothes, look and read your body temperature, your heart rate to uh, scan your retina, your finger pulls to be able to scan you and track you from the air, through satellites in the air, wherever you go, and have a chip, computer chip in you and see why you dancing, the Lady Gaga and everything else, they they mixing this shit up for your ass. They are distracting you with these bullshit-ass reality shows and uh, with these entertainers and with fucking, low-level fucking getting you entranced by these damn rituals 
So it's time for you to start really, really opening your eyes and see what is going on. David Icke is also somebody good to listen to. Alex Jones is also good to listen to because at this very moment, while they got you distracted with all the bullshit, they are rapidly passing laws, are rapidly instituting police states. Some people now trying, some states are now trying to get their own uh, constitution because um, the United States government is actually trying to lock down states. And control states, so they don't even have their own uh, separate constitution where they can govern themselves. And especially through these disasters, that's one way that they're doing it as well. And the heart program, Hugo Chavez is saying that Haiti was not a natural earthquake that uh, the government created it, and now they're going to go in there and take the oil. And I'm sure the Haitians won't get all that money that they're getting in the damn We Are the World, damn remix song and shit. Some other folks, you know, people are going to get money. And all of these diversions tactics have worked. Because we are caught up in the illusion that we can't see. And then, two, we need to start really calling our ancestors. Setting our authors up, going back to the old way. This Jesus shit ain't working. If this Jesus come get your ass by and by and answer your prayer, why y'all would answer the white folks and keep them on top and keep your goddamn ass on the damn bottom, scraping and struggling, depending on them for all your damn resources? I feel like that's one of the most powerful things we can do really start to call our ancestors and start to depend on ourselves. Also to shift the way we think about buying things and being consumers and bullshit that don't matter, pocketbook shoes, clothes and shit. We need to learn about higher levels of investment, other forms of currency, as well as being as independent as we can from this system and bonding with people that are independent and learning how to survive on our own if things are shut down right now. What are many of us going to do? Stop because you get your water from the city. You get all of your food trucked in through a store. Many of us don't have our own resources, our own food, our own land to grow things on. Or, or, or stocking up, do you have five years of water stocked up in your underground bunk? No. Do, do, have we prepared to defend ourselves and uh, know about how to hunt in the wild? You see what I'm saying? All these things, ain't nobody telling us, but the white folks got it, though. Mm-hmm. They get prepared. They yep. Yeah. Uh, Alexis, I was, when I did my clip, when I did the preview clip, I was doing my research, and I began researching the talk shows that many of these children and many of these adults grew up watching, the daytime talk shows that uh, was our breakfast. We ate that, you know what I mean, the way that we would eat cereal, Many people, and I, I, I personally witnessed that in the early 90s and the late 2000s. And what was funny was I remember watching the Jerry Springers and the Maury Povich and laughing at the shit because I used to be like, God damn, look at this shit. You knew it was scripted, and you knew that these people were acting retarded and they were silly. And I used to be like, where did they find these actors? But fast forward to 2010, it seems that this is our reality right now. What was yep. once what was once buffoonery and what was once a scripted thing has somehow taken the is is now life imitating art because yep. what you when when you used to see the show with the girl who slept with she had twenty dudes on the stage and she was like who's my baby father then you had all of the homos on stage and they was like you know he was he was getting married to this woman and then he brought three men out and these are the guys that he was secretly sleeping with. We used to laugh at that like it was comedy, but everywhere that you turn, this has become reality. So my question to you is, 
what kind of damage did these shows do to the psyche of the impressionable? Because I've seen it, I, I, more, more than likely I've seen it da- damage the youth more than it damaged. It damaged everybody, but the impressionable minds of the youth who sat down and were, was not told that this was scripted, was not told that this was fake, they began to make that their reality. So when you go outside, when I'm on 125th Street, it looks like a, a, a lost episode of all of these shows together. You have to realize, though, uh, everything that's on TV, there has been a meeting for that. There's a plan. What's this for? I say three years ago, every 25 years, they sit down and have that talk. They have that meeting yeah. and do that. And decide what's going to go down in every city, what the fashion going to be, what the music going to be, what's going to be on TV. Nothing is, you have to realize, these people, they... <laughs> It's like they have us looking up in the sky for Jesus and these stupid-ass niggas is waiting. My grandmama included, some of the old black people in my family believe that Jesus going to come get them, and they, they mama and dad is up there in heaven uh, with God walking around the pearly gate. But white folks at NASA and even the motherfucking Pope and the, and the goddamn um in Rome, what they do, they got an astronomy center. They don't even tell you about that. They study in the stars. They study astrology, numerology, and astronomy. So everything they do is choreographed by the fucking stars and numerology and astrology. So when they put something on TV, do you really think it's an accident? Do you think they just put his ass up there for entertainment? No, they put him up there to subliminally program and babysit the youth. This was all a plan. Everything that is put on there, everything that they show you, is not just entertainment. It's to entrain your ass. And if you don't know no better, and if you can't guard your mind, and you're not guarding the mind of your children and breaking down the structure of what they're seeing, and you let the, the TV babysit them, they already knew that there was going to be a break in the generation that we see now, a shift in it because they are controlling them through food, through TV, and through school. Mm-hmm. Yep, they made the move on the children. Yep, and they got the, the grown folks fucking. They got them drinking, fucking, listening to music, and entertaining themselves with bullshit. Latchkey, the the latchkey, it's the latchkey generation who grew up and have the. These are the parents of these children. Yes, and drug children. They they, they drug babies. And the latchkey children, my generation got destroyed in the nineties. Me and my brother and uh, other brothers are survivors of the crack era. I don't know how bad it was in your state, but we are survivors. You understand? All our war. All our war. We lost. I, I lost so many. And I tell people these days, they say the world is getting darker and, and the shit is getting. I'm like, yo, the world is getting lamer and it's, it's devolving. But don't get it twisted. The dark days was when I was growing up. You understand? You couldn't walk certain places. I, I used to go to sleep to gunshots all 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 night to the point where it just became regular. Like we just we anticipated yeah. it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? This this world has the weak have inherited this earth. You understand? Yes. Yeah. 
weak has inherited the earth. That's what happened because they killed off the strong. They killed off strains of strong people. That's why you see the streets flooded with these weak-ass niggas. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it was some kind of, it was, some kind of uh, uh, it was rules to this shit back in the days. You understand? And, and, and the people that walk these streets were of a power that you have not encountered before, and they are gone. I say that they offended. I say they got the fuck up off of this shit. You know what I mean? They was tired of this. They left us behind to clean this shit up. And they you know what I mean? But what, huh? yeah, that's what I want to tell you, though. All I'm going they waking up, oh, no, they no. be two children being born, too, with a high vibe. They asking to come back through the of children. Course. And they just have a and give them a lot to a lot of children. You, you can see through um, the swag. Huh? I said you can see through the swag that they're coming right through the children. Because the children come back knowing the fucking verses to songs that we was listening to in the 80s and 90s. Yep. I see it all the time. You feel me? They going in. Like, those entities are back, but it's still incumbent upon those that are still here to set it off. You feel me? They walk the children the can planet. only follow lead. The spirit world can only follow the material impulse. Mm-hmm. So we got to act like we are not, you know, motherfuckers is blocking it out like they not hearing the voices. Or they not getting the impulses. You feel me? Or they, they dumbing down. They coming down ones that they haven't told us about that we haven't seen or we don't think we hear that we know. And they are walking the planet and they picking people to wake them up. So don't think it, it, it looks like it's dark. It looks like everybody's gone and all this weak people told that, uh-uh, them fuckers going to be separated and wiped the fuck out with the rest on. We will not be lost. All of us will not be destroyed. It's gonna be great shift and tribulation, but it's oh, going to you're going to you're going to have to pick your side. You say, "Oh, all of us the same." We got to say, no, we're not, and it's unfortunate. But you're going to have to pick your side because there's a lot of so-called black people that's not down for what you're down for, and they'll kill you or set your damn ass up. If you're trying to speak against what they're speaking against and you're trying to bring light, they don't want to be liberated because they sure to know the lesser God. And they want to carry out the agenda of the low God. And they want to keep the shit locked the way it is. If that ain't the truth, shit. All right. So we can't give our energy and power to them. You have to focus on the ones, the children and grown people that want to be liberated, that want to be uh, set free and want to carry out a higher agenda and to shift and raise the vibration of the planet. Because remember what we give our en- energy to, since we're so powerful and our melanin is, is uh, omnipotent and omnipresent like God, because that's what we have, a God consciousness, if we make it uh, very destructive then we intensify in the third dimension and we cause an explosion and actually through the implosion, create an explosion. So we have to be careful what we direct our energy to and what we magnify and visualize in our imagination because we got the God. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I definitely am impressed with your level of insight, you know what I'm saying, as it pertains to these particular matters. And I feel super confident that there's a sister on this planet that encases that amount of information. And I know that whatever we need to be done can be done if we continue the nature of the discussion that we're having tonight, just to build on and to add on to that, I want to open up the line for the family and let the callers out there to have questions, get their questions in as well, because like I said, 
this is all one. All right, caller with the phone with the error code eight six zero eight six nine. Calling, you are now rocking with the best. Peace. Peace. Peace, family. Peace. 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 How are you, Queen? Do you have a question or comment? Peace. Peace. Hello? All right. Caller with the area code 310-869. You are now rocking with the best. Peace. 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 How y'all doing? Everything is good, brother. Peace. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's Big Rasan calling from Compton out here. Just going to give you all a shout out, you know. Enjoying the show. I'm just out here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Just out here driving, but uh, yeah, y'all touching on some good stuff. So uh, just just keep it up, keep doing what y'all doing. I'm gonna go ahead and fall back and listen. Absolutely, we appreciate you know what I'm saying you listening and resonating this particular energy right there in Compton. You know what I'm saying you need to burn this when it's finished and just pass it out to the family. We definitely need to bring this message around this entire country, if not this entire globe. You know what I mean? So hopefully you'll be seeing us very soon in the LBC. Oh, for sure. Yes, indeed. Yeah, I'm just coming. Yes, sir. I'm just coming from the LBC. I had to go get some of this uh, OG Sour D. Don't tell nobody. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, indeed, brother. We appreciate it. Yes, sir. I'm going to go to the next caller now. Caller with the number starting with uh, 604 or is it 504 784? Peace. You are now rocking with the best. Hotep, Hotep. How y'all doing, family? Hotep. Hey, Goddess Peaches, how you doing? Hey. Sister Alexis? Sister Alexis? Yeah, I'm just hearing that beautiful baby. Yeah, yeah, this is the little Mo. That's Dennis the Mo. That's that's my son right there. Yes. He's two he's he's two he's two years old of age. But yeah, so, but dealing with that information that's right and exact, you know what I'm saying? Even dealing with Hollywood. Hollywood was actually a word that they used and rituals mm-hmm. and ceremonies to cast mm-hmm. spells on people, and even dealing with um, the sexual content, um, dealing with Michael Jackson, where he actually wore all red with a black V, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. on the beaded um, video, and also when he actually made a pact with Vincent Price, yeah, I'm going to hold you, yeah, with Vincent Price, and also on the Dangerous album cover, if you was to see it on the bottom, on the right-hand side, he had Aristotle Crowley on them. And also, mm-hmm. if you was to go to... And also, if you was to go to YouTube um, and type in Tupac Shakur Broke the Oath, it was said that um, Quincy Jones, who became known as Penn, um, mm-hmm. wanted Tupac to do um, sodomize him. You know what I'm saying? And also, at the same time, look what happened to his young protege, who was Tevin Campbell. You mm-hmm. see? So that's not a coincidence or an accident that they're all doing these things all and about. And also to show you how the high intensity level dealing with the sexuality, most people think that the fur elite is dealing with the um triad and it's not when you talk about dealing with the Holy Ghost, but actually if you look at the symbol it's actually two phalluses um penetrating one another or connected to each other. And if you ever know that's where it came from the Roman Catholic Church, okay? And they also use that with the Spanish, the French and um use that to brand the plantation Slaves down here in Louisiana, Jamaica, and Haiti. 
And then you had to sanction them go to the Super Bowl, and now everybody walking around with two dicks that's connected to each other, on them talking about who that. So, so it's, it's it's a whole lot that's going on. You know what I'm saying? They're doing blood rituals. They're taking menstruation blood and drinking it and everything. Yep. And that even goes yep. down um, dealing with the Queen of England, who's actually Queen of Bitch. You know what I'm saying? That's why I don't like to call it a sister of queen because they're actually meaning a whore. And the king is actually a cross-dresser. That's why King James himself was um, a lover with Sir Francis Bacon. So that's what they're dealing with, dealing with the baffle mat, you know what I'm saying, dealing with those energies that's actually bringing spiritual beings from other sides because actually they are being in tune with other people to say, all right, we go tap into the physical realm and make them want fuck for us to come on through. And that's how you get people like Adolf Hitler. Yep. Because he was in contact with uh, Madame Pavosky from the Tourist Society. Right. Yes, he was. Uh, that's why Hitler... It was a custom amongst the Nazis to engage in homosexuality because they were tapping into that Typhonian energy and bringing in those entities. You understand? Yeah. And they uh-huh. had the boy, they had the Nazi youth, which the Pope is one, and all they dealt with is fucking them little boys. You know what I'm saying? So, so uh huh. So that's not a coincidence in the accident that he takes a Moorish title of Benedict the Moor. You see what I'm saying? And I'm very pissed off. Yeah, I'm ready to take some motherfucking heads, Nemo. I'm sorry, but that's the way I'm supposed to be. Just like the sister said, you go have some of your all family members that go come through and trying to do danger to you, even your own friends. You know what I mean? So they out there. Yeah, invasion of the body snatchers. They power people. You know what I'm saying? That is not who you grew up with. That is somebody that is being possessed by an entity who is only yep. out to destroy you to maintain his fictitious order because a lot of people are attached to the fiction, you know, or some Wonderland shit. Yep. You know, we're going to go to the next caller because the um, the board is lit up. Call out, really appreciate it. We're going to be building on some of the things that you dropped as well because they uh, deserve some further talk. Caller with the area code starting 708 275 Peace, family. You are now rocking with the best. Peace. Peace, man. This the this the red pill. This the blue pill. Peace. Oh, peace, man. I'm calling from Chicago, and uh, you know what I'm saying. I'm just not getting into this, you know. And I appreciate y'all work. You know, y'all be decoding a lot of bullshit that be going on on TV or whatever. Thank you, brother. And uh, you know, with me, I just. I'm ready to take action, you know what I'm saying? Like, put in work, ready to shed blood. But a lot of people are telling me, nah, you shouldn't do that. You should get into spirituality and all that. But I feel as though I was put on this earth to be a warrior, and I let other people deal with that, you know, because I'm tired of the bullshit, really. I feel you. And, uh, you know, even, like you said, your own family and friends, they gonna try to harm you and hurt you. Like they scared to say black power and to be proud that they black. They wanna get into the Bible all the time. And we need to leave that alone and take care of our home and then go outside and, and you know, we should liber- liberate and unify. But people don't wanna do that. And the only thing I'm saying is if these white people do not care about life, because we know they don't, they don't value shit, 
Why is we scared to go to war? We're going to have to lose our lives for the next generation so they can live. That's the only thing I'm saying. A lot of people just, I think we still scared. You know, we lost the greats, you know, and I don't like Black History Month because we celebrating the downfall. Simple as that. They not keeping it real about none of these people. And I had to do a lot of research on my own to see was these people really down for uh, Black Pride or whatever. And I see right. a lot of people disrespecting Marcus Garvey, like W.E.B. Du Bois. You know what I'm saying? Yes, and we celebrating them. Mm-hmm. But y'all, y'all keep doing what y'all doing. I don't want to hold y'all up, man. I nah, appreciate it. Not at all. Y'all. I just want to interject briefly. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to suppress that particular warrior spirit that you have at all. But I do want to say that it's a balanced battle. You know what I'm saying? Going into this particular era and epoch is 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 Scorpio going into Sagittarius, whose arrow points at the uh, the the Milky Way, at the vagina, at the vag- vaginal opening for 2012. But you have Libra first, which is the scales. Then you get into your scorpion energy, which is the high and lower self. You know what I'm saying? A snake all the way to the eagle. And then you're ready as the archer, you feel me, to shoot that particular arrow. Being Aries, also listen to that. You know what I'm saying? The the, the god of war. But just balance the level of spirituality first because this is a shadow war first and foremost. It's taking, plain, it's taking place on different mental planes and spiritual planes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This devil could be canceled out. Let's fight him from up top to the bottom right. rather from the bottom. Oh, can to I say one thing, one more thing? Simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Yes indeed. Yeah. Oh, one more thing, right? Now you know George Bush and uh and President Kit Clinton was out there for Haiti or whatever when they got hit with the bomb or earthquake, whatever yeah. y'all want to call it. It was hard right? yeah. Yeah, now tell me why I saw in the newspaper that this man, I think he came to heart transplant. And I've heard that they over there selling their body parts on the black market. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking they he went over there for a reason. Not to help, but like to, I guess, get somebody heart or something. Because you know what they doing over there, you know? And they just, uh, the people who got caught. Body trafficking, they let it go. They let go. I think seven of them and kept two. You know, so they freed them and they questioning the uh, the two leaders why they was in Haiti before the earthquake, which is they was in Haiti in December. So they they probably knew something was gonna happen. So they they you know they got a whole bunch of kids, not just thirty five, probably over a couple hundred. But that's all I wanted to say though. Yes, indeed, brother. We appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? And um, continue to check for what the family has to bring. You know what I'm saying? Because we are the solution that we are looking for. So let's just, you know, just connect the links. All right. All right. I'm yep. going to take the next caller with the area code starting 720-917. Peace. You are now rocking with the best. Peace. How y'all brothers doing? Peace. Hey, right, peace. How, how the how the sister doing, Alexis? Hey, um, I'm good. That's good. You know, I'm, I'm glad y'all took my call because um I have a I have a pertinent question. I, I bear witness to uh you know sort of a, a like a, a demonic uh, paradigm in my own specific family, and it seems I wanted to ask a question based on the you know uh. 
you know, what, what genetics as far as, you know, uh, descendancy may have to do with some of the um, things that's going on because basically, you know, what's going on specifically with a specific gene of women in my family starting with my auntie down to her daughter and now even down to her daughter, I'm trying to see, you know, what's going on because my mother, um, her sister, my auntie, actually uh, committed suicide while she was on the phone with my mother. <clears throat> and my mother, uh, you know, she, she witnessed the whole thing on the other end of the line, you know, heard the gunshot go off and everything. While my auntie's daughter, my cousin, was, you know, basically just a baby. Um, of course, that put a, a large strain on my mother, being that that was her sister and her, you know, going through the whole process, trying to talk her out of it and everything. It was just a whole dramatic experience for her. But what has happened is she, my mother basically, uh, she took my cousin in. She took her sister's daughter in as a baby, right, to raise her. And, you know, the tra- the, the, tra- the traumatic or the, the trauma of the whole ordeal has shown uh, in my cousin, you know, growing up, the whole thing, just the trouble, the things she would get into. My cousin is now in her, her uh, later 30s, you know, and she's just, I mean, she's totally gone. She's gone. I mean, you talk about, I mean, lesbianism, the whole nine, you name it, she's gone off of it. It's almost like that Nas son, second childhood. I mean, she's in her second childhood and she won't grow up now. I got other little cousins from her from her uh, womb who are gone, you know what I mean? And it's almost like a repeating cycle because now, you know, my mother has taken in my second cousin, my cousin's daughter, as a baby, right? It's like the whole thing, the cycle just repeating itself. My mother took my second cousin in when she was just four months old. Now my, my little cousin, I mean, I mean, my second cousin, she is – you know, she's 15 years old, and it's almost like the whole thing is playing right over again. And my mother, she's older now, and she can't, you know, she can't handle that stress. And it's it's, it's driving her to a point where, you know, like my feelings, we got to get involved in. You know, it's like, it's, I mean, it's like, damn, you know, how do you how do you break that demon? You know what I'm saying? This is three generations now, and I don't know what the deal is with the auntie. I mean, she was she was actually. And you know I'm gonna try to cut I'm cut this short. But my auntie was kind of on some 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 lesbian type stuff. You know she was like number one basketball player recognized in the state of Missouri, whatnot. Had a, 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 a scholarship and all this, but she was kind of on the hard edge, you know. And it seemed like just this demon from this time. You know I'm talking about over 30 years of trauma. Uh, this demon beginning with her passed down to my cousin, now passing down to my second cousin. How can this demon be broken? That's my question. And, and you know, and my mother, my mother, she, 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 she's at that point. She's just at that age where she can't take it no more, and it's taking its, its toll, you know. And it's taking its toll, and it's spreading through the whole family. So, I mean, if anybody can share some light on that, you know, what I'm saying, just give me a tip that maybe I can share with my moms, you know, on how to handle this. Because it's definitely anybody can see that there is a demon that's, that's that's traveling through, you know, this specific gene or, or something, you know. 
what's your mom saying? Do she want to deal with this? She don't want to just kind of help them learn to be responsible for themselves. She just feels like carrying this burden on. She won't listen to you. Well, you know, it's, it's not so much listen to me. She feels my mother feels like it's a responsibility. You know, mm-hmm. if she feels like it's her responsibility to because the, the the burden that she carries is is this. Okay, she couldn't stop her sister from committing suicide. She couldn't. She tried to raise her daughter, but, you know, it didn't succeed. So it's like, okay, now here's my second cousin. So now my mother takes on this burden like, well, this is my last to do what I was, to do what, you know, to raise this one right and to just see her through. And she carries that burden, and it's just, it's, I mean, it's taking its toll, you know what I mean? But this second, this other one, she carrying that same demon. You know what? So it's, I don't know. I know how you feel because my grandmother is doing the same thing with with my half-sister that had that kind of demonic kind of spirit in her, and I saw that going through the family, and now she's in prison, and I've got three children, and they are exactly like her. My grandmama still love money and shit. Uh, The the oldest one is a flaming damn sissy and just bring Mm -hmm. niggas and shit all the time. And I I asked my grandma, why won't you just let them make them leave? Why don't you give them to somebody else? And she feels like it's her responsibility. My grandmother has raised three, four generations of children. And you see that cycle set in place. She will not listen to me. She will turn against me if I try to say you need to stop being tortured and taking advantage of letting them steal from you and crush you out. She feels obligated. Yeah. Who can I give them to? I just, I got to do this. I, I can't give the girl away. Somebody going to rape her if I give her away. So I have to take this uh, punishment. I have to take this disrespect. It's like when you see those cycles in motion, like my grandmother, all I do is I, I do rituals for her, and I ask the ancestors to protect her and watch over her so that no harm comes to her and that she, she's not killed by them, she's not harmed by them, that she's always protected and watched over and that doors open up so she does not have to be responsible for these children. I ask the ancestors to, to put her in their hands and to put the situation in their hands and to actually shift it because I know she's not going to listen to me and she's not going to do it on her own because she feels guilt and obligation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can't put that spirit in them children or, or the, the girl you were talking about that's just going through her second childhood, because it's really like a genetic memory, and it's like a, a prophecy that has to be fulfilled because she's carrying it in her genes, and she's not choosing to shift it. She's been overcome. So obviously that's the dominant factor. That's the dominant energy that's opening up in her genes. Okay. Got, like a lot of times stuff has to play itself out. We don't like what it looks like, and we want to skip it because we see that it's a damn train wreck. But a lot of times motherfuckers have to goddamn crash to be reborn and to actually be illuminated. So when they will not listen, then that's when you ask for higher intervention um, and definitely for protection intervention for your mom. Right, right. And and that's, that's, that's funny you said that because... Um, and I'm calling out a I'm calling out a Denver, Colorado. I'm born and raised in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, it's funny that you say that because see, uh, my my second cousin she feels detached from her mom because she's out here. My mom's raising her, so because she's done all this, we like you know on the real we just like yo send her ass back because she wants to you know she wants to live with her moms and do this even though you know the whole situation is fucked up. You know she wants to go back nonetheless. So. This summer after the uh, school semester is over, that's the plan is, you know, let her, let her, you know, after so much has gone down with thieving and all this other stuff that, you know, it's like, okay, we're going to go ahead and 
let her, you know, let her go back. But, you know, even still, my mom was like, well, let's take a, you know, get a psychiatrist first and this and that. And it's like, man, look, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't see that situation being resolved in that kind of way, you know. But that, I mean, what you said, what you said, it, it makes absolute sense. And I was just trying to see what's the deal, you know, how does, how does that play out in the genetics, you know, because I know the food, I know the water supply, what they doing in the air, I mean, the TV, the music, and it's like, damn. But, you know, I'm, I'm witnessing that there, is, there seems to be some kind of genetic marker or some kind of, mm-hmm. some kind of play out in the, in the um, you know, over the generations of something that, that's being carried Blood. through the genes as well, you know. So, you know, that, that piece, you know, I'm going to get a oh, – go ahead. Can I ask you, uh, is there – a common denominator in all of these strains of generations is Christianity a common denominator in all of Oh, these, uh, oh, my family is straight straight church. They don't my family I'm the only one that don't go to church in my family, you know what I'm saying? They don't they don't just go on Sundays, they go on like Wednesday too and shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm the oddball in my family cuz I'm the one who's you know, I just sit and read and do all this shit. I'm all in the consciousness and the right. whole nine, and they like, yo, you bugged out. But I'm, yo, y'all the ones that's bugged out. But anyway, well, yeah. Until, until mm-hmm. that bond, that bondage is broken, that chain mm-hmm. is released, mm-hmm. then there will be no level of internal, mm-hmm. you know, high level healing taking place because that's part of the spell that she's under. That is what's been mm. transfiguring the genetic code to make it reconfigured to something that's foreign to it to begin with. So the shit is confused. There's confusion. Exactly. There's chaos. It can't be a level of ma'at because the absence of ma'at is chaos. Mm. So she has to get rid of that demon that's in her, and that shit is the church. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's real talk. That's real talk. And I do I do know that. I do understand that, but can't explain it to them, though. But, yeah. Um, you know... Like I said, continue listening. These conversations between us and the sister would become more developed throughout time until we could finally reach uh, uh, a universal solution, if there ever was one. If we could do a grand ritual with enough people to change this particular vibration and frequency so that they might see what we see, if we can project, if there's such a thing as the 100 monkey syndrome, and these yep. chat rooms are folded the way they are because people are just continuously calling in, you know what I mean, then there still is hope for them to see before this thing is wrapped. That's why I asked everybody to start doing them because it builds a vibration. And I noticed that even in my house with different um, foods and vegetables and stuff in there, I see that they communicate with each other. And you have to get rid of one bunch that's rotten. You have to get it away from or even out of the house. I notice the vibration between them. Because if you don't, one bunch will spoil the other. And mold will drop from one bag of oranges to the damn other to fuck with and fuck up the other damn bag. Because they are genetically, they recognize each other. There's an energy, and they want each other to be in the same damn condition. So if if you can understand the science of this, right, they said that in the beginning of time there was, you know, there was darkness and then light came, right, and they described that as a white light. Well, in certain Quranic verses they describe Satan as the dark light. Yep. 
And if you understand the, what we're saying about our atomic connection, the fact that as atoms, we are connected to everything in this universe. If you yeah. look at life at its most simplistic value and understand that the manifestation of flesh, melanated or non-melanated, is the seventh stage of manifestation, the first stage of manifestation is the atomic, and that's where all people have things in common with all things surrounding them on a proton, neutron, and electron level. So the deficiency of that particular atomic structure thus would, you know, render one absent of certain minerals that would make him non-melanated. But if we look at things at the atomic structure and we understand it as we approach this particular epoch in time known as 2012, this, this event horizon, when time will implode upon itself, it's just saying that everything scattered has to come back to one. We can circumvent that time now and understand that everything in existence is enveloped in one particle the size of a mustard seed. When we perform intracellular chelation on that particular cellular structure, right, the same way the herbs do, herbs go into the cell and they have to clean it like the tidy bowl man. So when we shine our bright light, which is actually our dark matter light, inward, mm -hmm. then we will perform intracellular chelation and change this particular paradigm. Until we can yeah. see that particular concept, we're just going to be talking about what the remedies of dis-ease are and chaos and Maya. but we have to bring Maya back into order as the Libras they have to balance the scale so Scorpio can decide his higher self over his lower self, and then the arc will shoot upward into the, gal into the, um, the center of the Milky Way instead of shooting downward and shooting itself in the fucking foot. Because mm -hmm. if you duck down, then you miss the connection via 2012. Mm. And you're going to be locked into this bullshit longer than you can endure. And then that'll be the termination of the species and the bloodline. This is the mm. time that we're facing. This is the seriousness of this particular conversation. So I appreciate your call. Yeah, no doubt. Peace. Um, Peace. The time is nearing. It's 10.54. We have six minutes left for the live stream. We will continue this conversation within, you know, going into the next hour. You have to call in, though. The number is 347-637-2135. If you want to continue on this call, call in. I'm going to take some more callers for this for the duration of this uh, of the live stream. I want to, um, before you get to the next call, I just want to, okay. nah, matter get, get the callers. We're going to talk afterwards. All right. Um, I got a hand up from Eric Cole starting 267294. All of you are now rocking on the best piece. Peace, peace. God, can you hear me? Yes, indeed. No doubt. What up, Blue Pill, Red Pill? This is the God on Pooh. What's happening? Peace. What's happening? I would definitely uh, want to give a shout out to peace to the goddess or the queen, the empress, the high priestess, motherfucking goddamn Alexis K. Tyler, goddamn <laughs> vagina power. Shit. Definitely got to give it up. You know what I mean? I definitely got to give it up. I, I'm not going to take up too much time, man, you know, brothers and sisters, you know what I mean? Uh, I, I, like the, I like everybody's energy. Everybody's energy is on point. But to the God that called in from the shot town, man, that was talking about, you know, we must be scared. And he was dealing with that, um, he's a warrior, period. 
You know, that, 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 warrior spirit, that warrior spirit is definitely needed at this particular time. You know what I mean? Um, but you got to understand something, man. You know, in the conscious community, you know, the brothers is on some bullshit. I'm going to keep it real, man, straight up. I mean, I, I, we about to come out some niggas. Me, personally, I'm about to start coming at motherfuckers. And excuse my French, but that's where it is. Fuck the star science. Let's put everything to the motherfucking side, and let's just deal straight up. You know what I'm saying? We got a goddamn problem in the community, and niggas need to man the fuck up, and let's face the bullshit that we know that we need to be facing. Everybody talking about we got the same enemy. We know that we need to be doing this and doing that, but ain't nobody doing that shit. So somebody got to come along and hold everybody fucking accountable. So if y'all want to make it me, because everybody don't want to step up and do this shit, then fuck it. It's going to be what it is, and we about to assemble the motherfucking squadron, the motherfucking soldiers, and we about to do what we do. Now, to the high priestess and to the goddess, you know what I'm saying, to the women, you know what I mean, that they're saying that more women need to step up in this shit, like Nikki Love always say, you know what I'm saying, more women need to step up and shit. When the women step up, because I'm going to keep it real with you, man. Niggas, I don't give a fuck if we in the conscious community or what we in. Niggas will always follow the dictates of the pussy. Let's just keep it real. Let's keep it 100. See, one thing in this conscious community, man, motherfuckers act like we don't be freaking off. Motherfuckers act like we ain't fucking this person. Motherfuckers act like we ain't having phone sex with this person. Cut the bullshit, man, because I can expose a lot of shit if I really want to. Let's just keep it 100. But I ain't going to say shit right now. I'm going to keep it real. But all I'm going to say is this. I'm going to say this, God. I'm going to say this, all right? All I'm going to say is that when, when the women step up, like your Aisha segments, like your Nikki Loves, like your um, like 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 uh, Alexis Tyler. You understand what I'm saying? Like Sister Natera and the many more sisters, Sister Myra. When the sisters step up and start saying that, what the problem is? The men, and I'm saying it, the men are going to start to conform to what the women say. We say this is the time of the goddess, right? All right, everybody's saying that. We respect the mother principle. The mother principle is this. All of us say that shit, but we're still lacking what the mother principle is all about. The woman ain't stepped up to the plate and fully said, this is what it is, brother. This is what we need y'all to do. So I'm begging the woman, please come out and say, this is what it is, brother. This is what we want y'all to do. Red pill, blue pill, ampoo, sonata, you motherfucking goddamn pahootie motherfucking goddamn every damn body. You feel me? I want you to do this. I need y'all to do that for the sake of sisterhood, for the sake of our children, because we are the bearers and fruit of the nation. You understand what I'm saying? We need y'all brothers to do this. So please, when the women get together, please just do that so we can come together as men. And what it would do is it would cut the bullshit and you would see who the fuck is real and who the fuck ain't real. I'm going to tell you that shit. Now, I done made calls on Nikki Love, and I done told her, I said, look, Nick, let's do this on the show, right? I said, everybody put up motherfucking $20 a month, right? Everybody put up $20 a month, put a council of women together, three, start with an odd number, and the council of women going to say, this is what we're going to do with the money. You see what I'm saying? But everybody want to talk shit about Freemasons and all this other bullshit, but them starry-ass niggas over there, they got the decency and the discipline enough to conquer, you know what I mean, to come up with motherfuckers $13 a month. You feel me? $11 a month, $20 a month, and be organized, and they go about their economic game and shit. You feel me? So we need to start getting on some real shit and stop the motherfucking bullshit. Or... We're going to have to take some motherfucking head off. The women need to step up and say, who the fuck is who? We the goddess of this goddamn game. You understand what I'm saying? We the queens of the chessboard, and here go our motherfucking soldiers. 
You feel me? So reading that shit out, man. Let's stop playing these motherfucking games. Anybody in the way, man, get the fuck out the way, man. Real rap. You know what I'm saying? And this I'm cool talking, man. I'm telling you, I roll with the red, I roll with the blue. I'm red, I'm RBG, I'm Kabbalah, I'm motherfucking sovereign. I do all that shit, nigga. You got a motherfucking problem, holler at me, man. Get the fuck out the way and let's put this fucking work in. My man is calling. He said, listen, I'm from Chicago. I'm new to this shit. I'm ready to put this work in. The people ready to put their work in, but we ain't got no leadership and we ain't got no discipline and we acting like we ain't got no goddamn wisdom. What the fuck is the problem since you conscious, nigga? Europeans running this shit and they only ran this shit for 232 motherfucking years, man, before they had to exalt melanin like the rabbi said. You feel me? So what the fuck is the problem? Let's put this work in. It ain't nothing. Let's put this motherfucking work in and let's get this shit done. You know what I mean? Anybody that's motherfucking in the way, we expose their ass. You don't show up at a certain meeting. You ain't got a valid motherfucking reason why you ain't show the fuck up. Put that nigga on notice, man. Understand motherfucking civics. Understand what Brother Ali is saying. Understand what Brother Todd is saying. Understand the motherfucking civics, man. Let's get into the vagina power. Let's get into all that shit that we're doing and unify this shit, man. It ain't that goddamn hard. It's only 12 areas of life that define creation, and that can be defined by the Zodiac, man. This is easy. This is simple. So let's put that work in and do what the fuck we got to do, man. It's just that simple. If you in the way, bow to get the fuck out the way, man. I'm serious, man. I'm not playing with y'all niggas. In 2010, we're taking your goddamn head off, and when the sisters get together and that's the divine council and we vote on that shit and we say that shit in a public format and these niggas don't step up to the fucking plate, these niggas got to be dealt with, man. Niggas is pussy, and I'm going to call it what it is, man. Niggas like listening to Lil Wayne, a nigga, and a nigga who can kiss a grown-ass man in the mouth with a baby, right, and y'all want to listen to this nigga's tracks and y'all want to bump music. Listen, man, I'm telling you. Get the fuck out the way, and excuse my French, I ain't on the star science tonight, but we got to start handling business like men, and I'm begging the women to please come together and say, listen, brother, you, 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 and you, I want y'all to do this shit. We need y'all to do this shit to protect this nation and protect these babies and do that shit because niggas always follow the dictates of pussy, and I'm going to leave it at that. Thank you, brother. We appreciate the energy. We appreciate the realness. We appreciate the message, you know what I'm saying? And for those that heard it, need to heed it. And for those that didn't, we're going to put the shit on repeat and hand it out in the street anyway. So you can't run from it. And we're going to put the billboards up. Get the fuck out the way. Thank you. For the next caller, we are taking the caller with area code starting 617-492. We have six minutes left, so anyone out there that wants to call in and remain with us for the next hour, please call in. Caller, peace. Peace and blessings. Hotep, y'all. Hotep, family. All right, all right. This is Brother Dooley calling from Boston. Peace, Reptel. What's going hey, on, love. God? What's going on? Yeah, from Town over here. So, um, first of all, I want to say peace and blessings to the goddess. Thank you for coming on and sharing your wisdom with people, you know? Peace and blessings. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I'm here, I was listening to the show with my queen, you know, and we just really appreciate everything that's going on. I thank you, Brother Ampu, uh, for um, calling up everybody that's calling up. As we know, this is very, very important times. We're waking up. And uh, there were some things that I really, uh, I was taking notes as I was listening tonight. And um, for those who, who are kind of new to the information, the metaphysical information and all that, 
You know what I mean? Uh, what I do really is um, I'm a healer, you know, so I do work with people in the street on uh, energy healing and different things. And right. what we do in um, Boston is uh, we work with a lot of people with the alkaline food and all that other stuff, you know. But, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of interested. What really caught my attention tonight was um, the alien DNA and also, like, um, people being caught up with um, attachments. Any uh, entity attachments, you know what I mean? Because I have a, a good friend of mine who um, does astral projection. So we teaching some of the youngins over here how to astral project, man. So, you know, it's, it's pretty interesting w- with the unseen world, you know, and what's really going on with that and how that plays out, you know, in everyday life with people, you know. So, I mean, um, I think that's very interesting and how can we touch upon that to, to to keep ourselves clean, our auras clean, you know what I mean, and keep ourselves safe from um, some of these these um, negative entities, you know, and um, just doing a lot of work with some of the sisters I've been working with. There's just been there's just a lot of people who's just been very hurt, you know, over the years, you know, and um, I, I, w- I was just looking in the chat room with some of the sisters saying some of their mamas done pimp their own children out and stuff, man. I'm you know, my my heart is just broken in a lot of ways, you know, just just to know that, you know, our little children, our future, they being treated like this. You know what I mean? So, um it's deep, man. And I all my whole message for the night to folks, man, is is, is for the brothers particularly, is is, you know, what's love our women, man. What's really love our sisters, man. Treat you know, I, I bow down to my queen every day, you know, and, and tell her you know, I appreciate her, everything that she teach me and give me, you know what I mean? And I know sometimes it's a struggle, you know, with any relationship, but, um, you know, we got to really uh, heal our wounds because we all have wounds, you know, coming in this sick world, you know. But um, love, continue to open up that heart chakra, man. And, um, and you know, and, and to the brother in Chicago, no doubt, we got to have our, our warriors out there. He's a warrior. We got plenty of warriors over here in the bean. And um, keep on rising up your vibration, man. You know, and, and that tantric shit is off the hook, too. So so keeping it clean, laying down with someone who you love. You know what I mean? Because a lot of us are just being pulled by lust. You know what I mean? And lustful th- thinking. You know, and, I, um, and that's, you know, we've been trained like that, to think that way, to act that way. And to think, you know, especially for a lot of us guys, man, since, since, uh, since we a little kid, you know, come growing up, you're thinking that, you know, it, to be machismo or to be a man is, is how much ass you get. And that's not right. You know what I mean? We got we, we to gotta really switch around a lot of our thinking, man. You know, re, reprogram a lot of this, man. You know? All right, brother. Absolutely. We appreciate all the wisdom that you share with the family. You know what I'm saying? Please continue to listen in. Yes, sir. Go in an extra hour off air. You feel me? We got about... Two minutes left, Alexis. I want you to, you know, give. We're not going to part, but I still want you to sum up and give whatever message that you want to give to the people that may not be able to join us on the extra hour that we're going to go in. Can you just, you know, what I'm saying, touch the people, please? Like you said, this is a very, very powerful topic. Goddess and God energy, and it's a very powerful cleansing and transformation that is taking place for our people, especially worldwide. I mean, we see that with all the systematic attacks on our people with Haiti, with Katrina, 
upheaval on all levels where people are constantly cannibalizing on us and we need to be gullible enough to believe that there's going to be change and there's going to be a difference. We refuse to tap into the knowledge of our own DNA. We refuse to call our ancestors. And we keep getting our ass whooped. We keep getting violated and betrayed as a result of that. So just like Ampu was saying, very powerful, very beautiful man. And so many beautiful men have been calling in tonight. I'm so honored by the men and seeing how they're stepping up and they love women and they're working on killing the women and they're very aware and they're trying to teach them to kill the, the children and raise the vibration of the children and the community and balance it and make things right. That's what we have to do now, and we're going to have to call our ancestors and love our melanin and tap into the gods and goddesses that brought us here to manifest in the third dimension to reclaim what is ours and take this earth plane back because we dominate all the levels at all times. And it's time for us to wake up and do that to balance the God and God is in all of us. Definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, um, I want to ask the question that I was going to ask for the, you know, our powerful guests came on. I mean, our powerful callers came in. You were mentioning, uh, Blue, about atoms, you know, broken down from atoms all the way down to this plane on here and the importance of being amongst Aelites, being amongst energy that's similar to yours. What I want to ask you, Alexis, is how possible do you think it would be for people in this conscious community, people in this holistic community, people in this community where we're all waking up and we're, we're actually transforming before the eyes of everyone else. You know what I'm saying? We're shedding our skin and coming into new people. I, I like to use the proverbial uh, caterpillar turning into a butterfly. But when we turn into butterflies, butterflies only fly with butterflies, and they tend to fly off into other places. So what I'm, trying to, what I'm, what I'm saying is with all of us changing and, and seeing the world around us and the community around us, should we begin to plan on – being, you know, going, leaving and starting a community where it's all A-likes around each other so we could begin to heal amongst the circle and do, uh, and, 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 you know, reach higher uh, frequencies? To be honest with you, that's really how I feel. I'm just associating now closely and in my, my circle, my, my sacred circle, with people of like-mind women that don't deal with and backbiting and trying to fuck your man and create conflict and confusion and drama and just want to raise the vibration of all the other women that are among us and heal each other and reach out and heal other people. So the way I feel, yes, I do want to be in a community of like-minded people and still reach out and give the information to people that want to change, that want to come out of that destructive uh, environment and want to raise their vibration and frequency because from what I've been exposed to more melanated people who tried to stop my message and destroy me and talk about me and call me than anybody else. A lot of us are full of poison and conflict. And to be honest with you, I don't really feel safe in the conscious community. I don't really want to deal with a lot of conscious people because I see a lot of so-called conscious men are very disrespectful to women. They don't know who they are. They want to... Uh, treat the women as if they are the gods, the women are stuck up beneath them, 
and they believe that they are supposed to be polygamous and fuck you and have a woman at home with children at home, fuck you on the side, or fuck all of y'all and have y'all understand. And to me, when we're dealing with the nigger vibration and nigger consciousness, how can you say that this is legitimately what all African or melanated women are supposed to be down with, and this is what all African men are supposed to do, these motherfucking niggas' vibration is too low to have a goddamn polygamous relationship with a black woman to honor her, nurture her, and elevate the vibration and balance the vibration of her womb when it is not about a lot of these men don't work, they don't have no money, or they work, and they cannot even take care of the woman they got at home and the two children and take care of the two, three women they fucking on the side. Now, if you're going to be polygamous and you're going to have two women, goddamn balance them. Be equal. If you're going to take care of one for the house, put the other one in the house. You got one in the car, get the other one in the car. If you're going to do this, it should be enriching and elevating the social economic structure of the community and not just elevating your motherfucking nuts and your dick up in a bitch ass. So from what I'm seeing, I'm not impressed with the conscious community and the way they handle women and these women around here with nappy hair, have it wrapped up with this African shit on because a lot of them want to attack me because I don't look like that and I don't dress like that. Peace, sister. Yeah, I'm segmented. I'm all sad. I'm ISIS. They got all these glorified-ass, goddess-ass names, but you ain't integrated that, uh, that shit at 360 degrees of vagina power because you fucking with a nigga that really don't want your motherfucking ass and he ain't integrated mind, body, and spirit from first one, two, seven chakras to yours, heart to heart, total soul, mind to mind, bone to bone, flesh to flesh, and blood to blood, because he can't commit to your ass, because he can't decide who the fuck he is, and he committed to them throwing his dick here and goddamn there, fucking this bitch, that bitch, you know the shit going on, and you want to hold your head up, talking about you, you a goddamn goddess, you you goddamn balance, you you in vagina pop, you a segment, and you a goddamn collie, then you gonna goddamn rain down a motherfucking fire storm, a goddamn comet storm, damn hurricane tsunami on that motherfucking shit. And we letting this shit go on. And for what I'm saying, these men are running this conscious community. They run this shit in this conscious community. And it seems like to me it's a more male-dominated agenda in the conscious community that is not really about feeding and nurturing the womb of uh, the goddess at all. It's about nurturing this prostate and this motherfucking ass. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, I need a moment. Get <laughs> that out. Yes, sir. That's why you are who you are, Alexis. Twenty twelve is coming up, right? Don't they got some offices coming up? We might have to put. Huh? You in, we, I said we might have to put you in a political seat. Twenty twelve. I don't know. I don't know if they want me to. I see how they took Cynthia McKinney down. I don't know. know. You just need to get one speech off. Just one speech at the podium would be worth it all. Just let that one shot off. That shit will reverberate all through the multiverse, and they can't shut that energy down. That's real talk. You know, you're not going to be in New York uh, April 10th. Mm -hmm. Okay, we there. Oh, we bringing the whole New York with us. I already teach you. Huh? Oh, yeah? I said I already okay. told you from last year that New York is waiting for you. They have. They've asked me to come on be teaching about the metaphysics of sex. 
and I'll be sharing some new information that I hadn't shared with anybody that I want to share with New York because they have been supporting me for so many years and treated me better than Atlanta treated me. Atlanta, you better, they better act, they better act, oh, man, they better get their shit together before we kidnap them, Before we say, we're going to send a postcard back to Atlanta. Yo, we got this. Don't worry about it. We got her. We need her out here. Just us finish say that club, right? I'm going to come up there. I'm going to be hanging out up there. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm saying. We're going to have some of Madison Square Garden with Alexis. That's how many people are going to show up on some Farrakhan 84 shit. Um, and that's another thing. So I want to address, uh, now that you bring that up, uh, to my family out there, to the different communities that are out there of this growing conscious family, it is imperative upon your community, whatever community you're in, it should be every weekend you should be flying in one of our lecturers, one of these dynamic people that are on this earth with these messages, these prophets and these prophetesses. You understand? They, you, we need to have them in your town every weekend or twice a week if you can afford it. But if we could go to McDonald's, if we could go to Popeye's, if we could go to the juice bar, if we could go to get our damn toes done, we go to get our nails done, we go to get our damn nose hairs clipped by the Korean, we go get all of these things, we give them all of this money, but groups of us could come together and put $20 in a pot, $50 in a pot, $100 in a pot, and bring these people into the towns so they can drop these, they could plant these seeds and change lives. You understand? We're talking about liberators here, lifesavers, you know what I mean, the true figures, you know what I'm saying, so we need to, we need to start supporting all of our teachers that are out here, because this shit is not easy, and this is, a lot of people, this is their life, they gave up the mundane, they gave up the fairy tale, you know what I'm saying, and they live this, they, this here is their lives, you understand, this is their life. So what they're looking for is for the people to support them and start bringing them different places because it's going to help both people. The more experience that the, the person gets, it's that they could talk about. The more healing that they could bring to you, that's the more that you can grow. You know what I'm saying? So we need to start activating these pockets. It's not only about the people who are teaching. It's also about the students that are learning. The students have to move because in college, it's not the, it's not the damn professors that make the college what it is. It's the motherfucking students that graduate that make the college prestigious, and they become the alumni, and they're the ones that come back and buy the wings. So all of these students that are out here, we have to begin to activate. It's been, I, I've been in this conscious thing for, since the 80s. With Dr. Savy, we started with him in 81 in St. Croix. And it's been people who've been participating in this for damn near three to four decades. You know what I'm saying? But I know some people, they they still just listening. They still just, let me just, I'm just waiting to hear one more thing. And nah, we we didn't heard enough. You know what I'm saying? So it's time to activate that God. That's how we become gods and goddesses. We create new realities. We create new things with the information and stuff that's being given to us. You know what I mean? These, we, we transform this light code into into power. So we have to start doing that. That's a very imperative. Right. I want to um, briefly take this moment out because we are embarking on, uh, it's 11.09 right now, we are embarking on 11.11, which is a meditation node. It's a period in time that you can lock in for meditation and connect yourself to a collective consciousness 
Now, in your studies, Alexis, how important it is the mastering of meditation and breathing when one wants to reach that final uh, level and goal via tantric sex and different, you know, spiritual rituals, sexual rituals? Oh, that's a good question. It's everything because you need the power of breath to to transport blood and to transport information. So breathing with your partner and balancing your rhythm, actually increasing the level of breathing or actually matching the rate of it with your partner and pacing your ejaculation, holding it back and getting the penis or when to ejaculate. All that stuff is very, very important, the timing and the flow of energy and the rhythm uh, of your breath and the movement of your partner. It's just it's a dance when you're having sex. And that's the way it should be. So, yes, the breathing and the rhythm uh, and your heart, all that stuff should be lined up in the chakras, and they should be spent. That's when I wrote, I just wrote the new book, Got on CD, Vagina Healing with Your Man. And it, uh, these, these sex techniques and exercises actually help uh, a man to heal a woman's vagina and to heal her body on a spiritual, sexual, mental, emotional, spiritual level. So um, it's important when you work, they have exercise uh, with breath and tuning into each other and actually spinning and balancing the chakras. That should be done before sex. And it's so um, unfortunate that we don't know and we don't do that. We haven't had, all of us haven't had the right sex partners to do that. Because it's supposed to tap you, uh, raise your vibration, and open you more to your God and God's consciousness every time you have sex. Wow. That's why we need to have these traveling seminars. You know what I'm saying? We bringing the yeah. Lexus Tyler show to your town. So we're going to book out a stadium, an arena, just like y'all get your shit together when R. Kelly come to town. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you make it a must that you take all day to get your shit together, hair did, nailed it, all that. You post it on your Facebook status, take pictures. You're going to do the same thing when the Alexis, Tyler, and Friends show come to town because the whole contingency needs to come from town to town to clean this shit up. We got the broom. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to identify where it's most dusty at. We're going to change the positive ions to negative ions because negative ions attract positive things. Positive ions attract negative things. That's for that's why they put us in homes with 90-degree angles on the walls because 90-degree angles attract dust because it's attracting positive ions. The positive ions attracting static. So you even live in a static environment. Indigenously, we always lived in either huts or we lived in teepee-configured homes so the energy could be centrifugal. It has to round the room, and then that's how the negative ions attract positive things. You Mm. dig? So it's a must that we're going to come. We're going to come to domes in your cities and have this show and show people how to breathe, how to meditate, and ultimately how to love. Hello. You know, we're going to take another caller. Uh, caller with the number 720 You are now rocking with the best. Peace. Peace, 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 family. Hotel How's everyone? Peace. Everything peace. is good. This is Lady, this is Lady Arsette calling out of Denver, Colorado. Um, first of all, I want to peace, brother. How are you? I want to say um, thank you 
Sister Alexis, for coming on. Um, we love you. Um, we have uh, we goddess gatherings, and we just sit for like four hours watching you on YouTube. That's how much we love you out here. So, <laughs> and and it's been like that for probably the past year. So, um, before I have a few questions, I just want to know: Are you available to come to Denver? Because I will make that happen if you are. And um, we definitely, even you know, even if it's in the library, I'll get it. I do theater, so I will get a theater for you. Whatever you need, please let me know. We will get you out here. Um, so I have a, I have a few questions. Um, can you explain the importance of the sacred sisterhood? Um, also, can you explain the importance of intuition and clairvoyance? And how do we connect our elder sisters? with the younger sisters, and, and is it so bad that that gap is so large and the sisters have gone so far because they're sisters who naturally, you know, we have to adapt when our elders don't reach back so that wisdom is being brought to us through the energies anyway. So how do we connect to, to still receive that proper um, mentorship, you know what I mean, to ensure we are we have that guidance because sometimes it gets so draining and overwhelming for us. Um, and we don't have the proper channels um, to communicate and keep refueling. You know, I was just in the chat room saying, I know me and one other sister, we do we out here doing the work, and we watch you to get refueled because those the, the sisters aren't reaching down to us. And we are calling. We like we need some guidance. We need, we can't. Yes, we have we're, we're blessed to have some knowledge, but we know there's so much more, and we need to um, have that. And just watching you gives us that refuel, and we're like, okay, after we watch her, we're ready to go. We got our vagina power on that. Now let's go. Um, so yeah, if you could just answer those questions. Well, see, I don't have that. I, I don't have sisterhood. I don't have a group of women that, that recharge me. I don't go to anybody to do recharge. So you can't depend on that if it's not there. You have to get the sisterhood that you have, and you all have to support each other and love each other and um, nurture each other and cry on each other, and you have to build that and then embrace those that are willing to embrace you and want to reach out to you and respond to you. Don't beg. Don't waste your time begging because if they are not responding, then that's your higher self letting you know they're not the one for you to fuck with anyway. And the, the young ones, uh, how can the young me say, oh, well, these young people are very attached to me because I'm in my 40s and you, I have women and little girls, 10 years old, sneaking watching, uh, grown women that sit there with their daughters and say, listen to Alexis. Men that have their daughters listening to Alexis, um, high school girls, college girls, they watching Alexis, and they're reaching out to me. So when they reach out and they need me, I respond to them. So all of the um, younger people are not rejecting the older people, and all the older women are not rejecting the younger people. You just have to find the ones that are open and receptive and don't have jealousy or any type of or harboring any resentment or really don't want to share the knowledge. There's a lot of older women that will literally withhold the knowledge from you. So don't focus on those. You just ask your ancestors. You trust them to lead you in the right direction and to send the right ones, the balanced ones, to you to help balance you and support you and to teach you. Did I miss a question you asked me? Or did I miss a question you asked me? No, no, that that was that was definitely um 
So, okay, uh, that raised another question. So we are not, because um, our, our dilemma has been we are trying to understand is that a selfishness uh, or are we being egotistical because we're saying, you know what, she doesn't fit or, or you know, I'm not going to go there. That is something that we should just go ahead and begin to trust, that that's, you know, that if that eldership isn't there, that shouldn't be something that we're we're sad about, you know, it almost hurts our feelings, you know, and it might just be because we're young, but it definitely hurts our feelings, but we shouldn't be too focused on it and just know that, and just trust ourselves, basically, is that what I'm hearing? I mean, to me, I'm not being egotistical if I say that it's just certain people that I'm not going to deal with and it's certain women that I'm not going to deal with. If your agenda does not fit mine, because I used to do that, I would just be friends with anybody because I just wanted friends so bad. So I was a friend, but they wasn't mine. Or their agenda didn't match mine and it made me look bad because I was associating with them. So it's just certain people, male or female, young or old, that I'm just, if my spirit says no, although I think what Red Pillar Booster was saying that we're all the same and I say yes, our minds are everywhere. But even though we, we might all be women or so-called women of color, you have to read the energy that person's giving off and see if your chemistry and if your cells and your vibration matches theirs or if there's a clash with the positive and negative charge. Do they bond? Do, do Is there the chemical bonding with them? Or is there a repelling in your energy field or in your spirit when you are around certain women, no matter who they are, how much money they got, who they know? So you can't judge that to determine who you're going to deal with and who you're not. You have to walk strictly in the spirit by blind faith and not by physical sight or third-dimensional things or manifestations where you think, i got to have this person, i got to talk to this person, i got to be embraced by them. If they say no, you ought to be thankful. Because that's so high yourself, not allowing them to embrace you. Because it's something you don't know and you don't see about them. Hmm. Okay. You ask your ancestors, your high self, to send you who you need. You know, go out trying to pull people in and say, "Will you please teach me?" Because usually, when you go around asking people to mentor you, they're not. People do that when they reach out to you. So you need to let the spirit bring you, tell them whichever ones they got for you in this lifetime to teach you or to be taught by you, let them handle that. Hmm. Okay. Okay, okay. Um, I guess that does kind of uh, answer the intuition. In, uh, what, um, can you explain how important clairvoyance is for, for the sisters? Oh, it's very trusting. It's everything because all women are not clairvoyant. Just because they're women, all women are not psychic. But if you feel mm-hmm. that you are or learned that wrong tools of divination, if you can't divine uh, in, internally, then get external tools of divination. Have your sisters around you do divination where y'all are always are checking things and checking decisions and people that you are dealing with. And it's important for you to practice. If you are not practice trusting your intuition or trusting or liking and respecting yourself, because the more you like and respect yourself, the more you will respect and trust your intuition when you get a certain feeling about something or somebody. So it's good to practice daily and learn to walk in the spirit, even if you're a little bit shaking and a little bit afraid, because you want to learn to detach from the third dimensional reality and detach what people say to you or about you or what they think, because you might come up on somebody and they will tell you one thing and they fucking lie. So you have to be able to detect it or then say, okay, let me divine on this. Let me ask my friend to divine on this, because you might end up seeing some totally opposite shit than what they damn said. 
So it's important for you to really, really go internal and start to walk by your spirit and everything that you do and to trust your spirit and to test it. If it said don't do this or go there, go there and, and, and don't do this and test it. That's the only way you're going to get strong in it, and you learn to trust it. Even when you think you might be wrong, test it, and that helps to build up your faith and learn, is it you or is it your spirit? Because spirit doesn't lie. So sometimes we get in the way, or we might be thinking be the spirit and it be us or our emotions or some other hang-up or some unresolved conflict in us that's telling us not to trust that person. And it might be a little bit of both. So you have to have strong sisters around you and have them to support you and divine with you if you don't trust yourself to have a backup or just to refer. You know what I picked up this? I did this read. Why don't you do one about the same thing, see what you get, and we compare. Hmm. Yes, indeed. Hmm. Very quickly, uh, okay. Lady Osset, I just want you to make mention of the fund that you set that you set up for the uh, the elder lecturers. Yes, Very yes. Um, I, uh, uh, yes, Brother Ampu, he he really he really summed up the need for action. Uh, I've heard everybody talk about we need to put some money together to get our lecturers around, and this is not even just to get them around. This is an appreciation fund. I'm calling the community to just start sending money. There is a there is a council of three of us who are over this account. Um, Hello. If you put the money if you put money into the into the account you get two statements per month you get to um, submit a name that you think should receive all of the funds minus $25 because we got to keep that in the account but as long as whoever gets their name drawn out the hat that is the, the elder who will receive it Dr. Phil Valentine will be the first recipient of the fund so if anyone um, wants any information please um, you can hit me my email is lady with the I L A D I at visions, P-A-C-V-I-S-I-O-N-S-P-A-C dot org. So please, um, and I'll give you the address and all that good stuff, and we want to get this started by the end of March. So this is the Elder Fund, and I hope that it will set a trend so that we will start a business fund doing the exact same thing, um, and, and, you know, a motherhood fund, a womanhood fund, brotherhood, all that good stuff, because we need right. to start taking action. And that's you. Yeah. That's how we heal. That That is a powerful healing remedy right there to begin to honor our ancestors, our elders. You know what I mean? Don't wait for them to leave here. Take care of them now. So. Yes, and they can do whatever they want to do with the money. This money has no obligation. This money is just to be sent to them. We are not asking them to come speak. We're not asking them nothing. If they want to go burn it that's their business we don't we're not concerned about that so and brother i want to thank you because you talked to me that day and i was like you know what i'm gonna hang up this phone and go start the account and um, i really i always say that that conversation is really what got me up to go do it so well thank you no doubt yes yes well thank you you guys this show is wonderful um i must go back to just listening sister alexis thank you for everything that you do i tell all my atlanta sisters to go to when you were at sugar water a couple months ago all of that i said y'all need to go down there and see whatever you doing make sure that you are there supporting so please know that sisters in denver are ready for you and i would love to to help facilitate bringing you out here yes indeed Sister Alexis, hey, Sister Alexis, 
think a call got dropped. I don't actually I don't see it in the caller queue. Um which is unfortunate, you know what I'm saying? But the show must continue. I'm gonna open the line for some more calls just in case, you know what I'm saying, if there's something that you need to discuss that you wanna talk to us about. Hopefully, uh somehow, some way the sister will get back on, you know. And if not, we had a wonderful time. Powerful. Powerful, powerful show, you know what I'm saying? Exchanging uh beautiful words, you know what I'm saying, with a beautiful sister. It was it was a beautiful show and it's continuous. Caller calling from area code or the unblocked number one one one. You are now rocking with the best space. Yeah, see, Sister Minty, um, I wish Alexis was on because I really wanted to um, say something. Like, I've been in this path, been on my path since I was 19. I'm 25 now. And um, I've been heavy into metaphysics, been honored to be with Sonetta, Brother Bobby Hammond, my mentor. I can go on just with everybody, even my father who always taught me, if you don't understand something, to research it. Now, right. since I've turned 25, a lot of me has literally has shifted, has changed. And being a Libra and Saturn's in Libra now, so that's affecting me too. And I noticed that I've kind of like lightened up a little bit because I used to be very hard in the metaphysics and kind of I didn't really enjoy life like I should have. So, like, now I listen to people I wasn't even listening to before, like listen to in high school, like Lil Wayne, Waka Flocka, just anybody, just to feel good. You know what I'm saying? Right. And the only thing I don't like about it is, like, if I say this to the conscious community of people, oh, this is what I listen to, or I change my hair, whatever happens, because a lot of sisters in my circle, a lot of them have changed their hair. Not permed it, but just, like, taking their locks out or whatever. Just got a whole new right. look going on. It's like then people would judge and say, well, you're not conscious, you're not this, you're not that. But I don't feel that's true. You know what I'm saying? I have a friend, her hair is perm, and I learned a lot from her. She's an older sister, and I learned right. a lot from her. And she was a lesson to me because I always believed in that whole, your hair is permed, you're not conscious, this and that. So, like, as my path is going on now, I'm realizing, like, yo, I'm going to enjoy my life. I know what this stuff is about. I'm aware of it. I understand it on another metaphysical level because, like I said, I study the astrology and numerology and stuff, so I see things in a different light because I was talking about to go to Baphomet, and I see that in a different light as well. And, right. you know, but that's just the issue that I come across the judgment in the community, and I feel like that is another thing that separates the community and that's just something I just wanted to share. Absolutely. And you have, um, you know, every right to see a, a contradiction in the community when it comes to judging others because the ultimate level of ascension in this particular community is, you know, not to judge anyone. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You have to allow people to quote unquote be different and come into themselves, especially if a person is emanating a several a, a certain level of understanding and overstanding this particular situation. At the end of the day, you do have choice and decision, mm -hmm. and the way that you're gonna play this thing out might not be the same way that I'm gonna play this thing out. Right. But ultimately, if your eyes are continuously on the prize of consistently playing this thing out to win. You know what I mean? And you enlisting your particular victory includes the love for your people. Then you know, uh, you know, I being a, when I was in the A, 
I was amongst who people were considered a quote-unquote dad, you know, in the particular clubs. And I noticed a certain freedom amongst them that I didn't see in the conscious community. You know, some people say, well, you know, their ignorance is bliss. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, they, they, they never really forgot how to be quote-unquote simple. Right. Like I said, back to that atomic self, the simplicity of self. And that's just being one with the frequency. Now, us, because we understand that the frequency has underlying messages and undergirdings of, of, you know, twisted energy, but we're alchemists. And I'm not saying that everyone has it in them to transfer that particular energy to a light, but for those that, you know, kind of like use those vibrations for healing, because while you're healing self, you're healing those around you, whether they know it or not. Mm-hmm. You know, then sometimes you have to go into the underworld to raise the dead. That was the mission of, quote-unquote, the mythology of Issa. Mm-hmm. That's the mythology of Haru. You had to play the underworld. So Yep. A mentor. You yeah. know, when you're in the clubs, that could be equivalent to going through a mentor. If anybody knows me and my brother... And they're familiar with our history and how we came up. You know, we came through a mentor. I'll never get on these, uh, on this YouTube or whatever this stuff is and, and try to act holier than thou. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's not what it's about. You know what I'm saying? It's about walking through, you know, walking through the darkness to see this light that we eventually want to see. Don't feel ashamed that you listen to Waka Flocka. Waka Flocka. <laughs> 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 you know that's you know I'm just saying because it's like I have a connect I have a numeric connection to him too. You see what I'm saying? If these right. people I like, I have numeric connections to them because they're reflecting something to me. You know what I'm I like saying? how they, how they know that that's not somebody that's in your lineage. You feel yeah. me? You yeah. can't prescribe your prescription for somebody else's assignment. All of us. Although we are one part of an atomic self and we're all atomically related, we go through many different stages coming down that tree of life, and we have connections, whether they be etherical or, you know, through genetics, blood connections with these particular entities. There's so many stories being played out at once. Don't look into somebody else's chapter of the book. You feel me? You at the end of Harry Potter and you ain't read nothing in between. You ain't going to get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cause like I just feel maybe I'm more maybe my path turned around this way for a reason. Cause I did start on this path pretty early, you know. So you know, for me that's 19. That's a blessing even be on the path. Some of some people starting in their 20s and 40s right now, you know. Okay. The stuff they talking about, I heard already. I'm like, ah, I heard this already five years Listen, ago. You on your path? You well, ain't never get. I, yeah, what I do ask of you. You know what I'm saying? Just because you are a light bearer, and I, I mean that, you know, by saying that you came into this information at an early age, so genetically it's why within you, just continue to shine your light in whatever venue, because we need light bearers in every corner of this planet shining this light. You feel me? So right. get up in there, mix things up, and it could just be done by your vibration. Meditate, listen to this every morning. You know what I'm saying? Keep it on your mental and go amongst the quote-unquote who they have termed the dumb, deaf, and the blind, the quote-unquote dad, and just shine your light. 
just by sending them love. That's true. That's true. You know, feel I me? Just, when you in them clubs and you see them sisters, instead of being sorry for them, send them love because they need etheric healing at this point. They need somebody to put their hands on them and, 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 and to massage that particular pain out. They need to move that dead energy. You know what I mean? We might need to have something booked out at Madison Square Garden when we bring her with some hugging shit. Like the Swami used to come and just hug people. You feel me? They need to be touched again. Right. From I a just, place of love. So send that light. Yeah, definitely. I mean, this last thing. I mean, I don't go to clubs and nothing like that. I'm still a cool, laid-back person. You know, but it's just I'm kind of been tapping more into an earth energy now is what I'm saying. And I feel like that's why I've been doing this now, slowly but surely. But soon when the time comes, I'll probably step step back into my tarot and everything that I've been doing. Right now it's just about me, school, work, whatever it is that I need to do. I don't even know. I mean, I woke up and was like, whoa, I'm, I'm a whole new person. What happened to me? But it is true about 25. It, something in your mind does shift, and that's exactly what's going on with me right that now. That was my year. Absolutely. I got a story to tell, and I'll tell it one day, but <laughs> it was absolutely the 25th year. And I kn- I've known it all my life because you talk about numerology, and I said, okay, hold on. My birthday is 11-14. That's 25. What does that mean? Oh, that's 7. Oh, I'm God. Okay. Let me walk the walk. And then I always, you know, the in, the, 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 you know, the, the inner voice. It was like, "Come wait, you hit that 25th note." You know what I'm saying? We're gonna really go in, and I can attest that that's when it went down. So I could relate. Like I said, as long as we continue to have these conversations, spread this information amongst the family, then we'll see the commonality in it, the connection of it. Imagine how many young sisters that's on Facebook that never heard this information but feel this way. Now have the opportunity because they just bucked up into the program, or you know, for the people that other people is gonna go and play this show for, then they're gonna see the connection and they're gonna understand what we're saying about that atomic self that we are all one. So you know what I'm saying? But everyone sells is damaged. Mm-hmm. So when we reach inward and do this intracellular chelation of one another, once we heal self, and then you unleash the locked up light that's in you. And you can shine that light other places when you understand that the distance is bullshit. If we all exist in one envelope, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. Thank you for that. Um, I'm going to still keep listening in or hang me up, please. Absolutely. Continue to listen. Um, you know, we're streaming or we're on this thing for another, what is that, 24 minutes. Unfortunately, I have lost the uh, the caller queue. You know what I'm saying? They shut that board down as well. So we're not on the chat. We're not on the caller queue. But we still are on the phone. You know what I mean? The family's still here. So technically, I can't even cut you off right now. you got to ride it out with us to the end. You could uh, choose to remain silent and just listen. Me and the Red Pill, we got to take it home. Okay. Well, I, I could add something else. Um... Yeah. The age that you are does deal with your energy vibration. And 25 is a very special number because a lot of great artists have died on the 25th. And a lot of them, if you do their numeric names and, and such, they have a lot of seven. Such as right Absolutely. now, Trey Song has a lot of seven energy in his name, 25-7 at that. 
So wow. um, definitely, he's going to definitely be one of, one of those great artists up there with R. Kelly. I have faith that he will, you know. But, um, yeah, that's I feel yeah, like he, that's... Hmm? No, nah, he, he has, he's the proverbial ascension of R. He took the R. Kelly, the R. Kelly energy. Like, when I hear those particular songs on the radio, I tell people either they're playing a roost on the people and R. Kelly is continuing his legacy through Trey Songs, or Trey Song has in, inherited and channeled that particular energy that people love the R for because R don't got it no more. I heard that last album. Mm. And, and Trey Song's running with that swag. But what you got to understand is that when Michael Jackson made his ascension, right, him being the proverbial quintessential representation and manifestation on this plane of existence of the principle of seven. Mm-hmm. Everything balances out with him seven. You know what I'm saying? He even gives credence to the, 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 the mythical story of the Biblos because you can actually prove it through his existence. He's the archangel Michael. Right. You know what I'm saying? The representation of that. So not to cast a spell, I'm saying that it's a mythos, but it's still cloaked in and the reality of a particular manifestation that was written backwards for this time, cloaked in all this allegorical ancient shit. But he came forth and he lived that, the angel of the face, right? The seven. Mm-hmm. He's the seventh seed, the seventh child, you know, transcended on the 25th. You know, he has many other connections to seven. So that energy is back, you know what I'm saying, in a particular prime place. They said... The angel Michael stands on the right side of, quote-unquote, God, Gabriel on the left, hmm. right? Right before he made, okay, so the day before he made his ascension, I went and seen Transformers. Transformers was all about the last prime, right? Seven is a prime. When he made transition, I went and I ran and looked at the TV. I'm looking at MSNBC because my mom said, look for the first number. The ambulance had number 17. The fire truck had number 71. There was two mirror images. 17 is a prom. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, this is deep. Fallen. Huh? Revenge of the Fallen. Yeah, Revenge of the Fallen. And, the, the you know, Fallen is the Archangel Michael. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And Fallen is also the one that they refer to as Shaitan. So his connection to that particular entity, like the brother said, they brought him in ritual. Whether he contracted or not, I still really don't know, but he tried to make amends for it. That's the story of the fallen angel who deforms his face, right? The moon god, he's a moon god. That's his feminine factor that they see a, a structure in Kemet that so much resembled him as, as, as it, was, it, was a, it was a woman, a wisdom. But he's the moon god. You know what I'm saying? Always emanating himself as a cat. People mistake it for a wolf. It's a cat. That's why they showed you the cat eyes in the, in the thriller. That werewolf wasn't a wolf. It was a cat. Mm-hmm. And if you could build on the um, Benny Ishmael tribe for, for, uh, repel, then they could further understand the lineage of which he brought through. To show you the connection, like I said, they give credence to what they consider a dead-letter religion, but they mm-hmm. can't see the reality of it right in their face. They're so dumbed and, and dumbed down by the Bible. Right. The Benny Ishmael tribe was a nomadic tribe that um, when you do your research, you see that they were 
they surfaced in the uh, Indiana area in the early 1800s. Mm-hmm. They were a nomadic tribe, which means that they would, every every season, they would get up and move, and they moved in a triangular formation. Mm-hmm. Indiana, um, I believe it was Chicago, and the tip was, I don't, I don't have it. I don't know what the tip was, but I'm gonna show you in a minute. Mm-hmm. But um, they were persecuted. You know what I'm saying? They were definitely, uh, you know, held back by the by the, the robbers of the land. You know what I'm saying? The aliens, the Europeans, who basically uh, took the land from the natives, massacred them for their land, mm-hmm. and then they were uncomfortable with these people with with the with the living amongst the land and not being a part of the society. You understand? So they punished them. And um, they were known, this tribe was known for their musicians. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They used to take to the streets and play the music for the people and whatnot. And, um, but they were, they were well known for their music, musical talents and whatnot, world-renowned. And uh, this is where you get Little Orphan Annie. That's the story about them. I'll give. I'm gonna put some books out there for the people, so they can start uh, doing their research. Uh, the Conquest of Canaan. You can read that. It's the recounts the fierce struggle between respectable society and a large population of paupers and petty criminals, not European immigrants, not factory workers, but others well known to the Negro community. Their headquarters is a huge ramshackle dance hall patched with scrap built over the mud bank of the river. So, you know, the, the Caucasians wrote books about them. You understand? And um, it's important to read these books because, one, you'll get the mind state of who you're dealing with and how they looked at your people. And, two, you can also dis- you could take pieces of that information and, um, you know, it's like when you eat whatever you eat, you you know you shit out what you don't need and you digest what you do need. And um, brother uh, Cornell West also studied books during Columbus time, and people who believed in uh, what's his name Abraham Lincoln's theory of freeing mm-hmm. the slaves, and him saying that well they're already slaves because even when they're free they're gonna come back to us. There's people that study that. There's philosophers mm-hmm. that have books written about how Columbus and Abraham, you know, how Columbus was such a genius, you know. And that's another thing in the community. Everybody gets so upset with this whole white man stuff that they forget to, to really study the art of war and really understand what the art of war is or what mom manipulation is, you know. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes we need to read their books, even though it's our science, but still see how they've taken our science and corrupted it so you can at least know how the mind and your enemy works. Because in the book, Mom Manipulation, it says in order to conquer your enemy, you have to know mm. their mind. And you have to approach their literature non-emotional, mm-hmm. non-judgmental. When you, when, you, when, you, when you get into the information, you could do all that shit after you got into the information. But go in with your eyes open because they're gonna, they, they, they told the story in many of their books. Mm-hmm. Understand, but they'll never tell you that it's in the book. It's up. They say Negro, let you go find that shit. Why would we tell you that we wrote about you in these books? 
They have books that discredit all of their stories, false lies that they tell us in these educational uh, systems. They tell you uh, through popular culture and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I want to just mention because I found the um, the different states that the tribe that the uh, male tribe was a part of. They were found in Indiana, Kentucky, Ohio, Illinois, Missouri, and Iowa. Okay, and they, I'm talking about a, a community of 10,000, 8,000, 20,000. They were said to be giants, tall uh, uh, people in the beginning when, when, when they were first noted. In the, uh, and later on, due to being beat down so much, due to living under these harsh conditions, due to, due, due, due to what was going on, due to the change of their diet and whatnot, they began to shrink. Four feet high, four and a half feet and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. These people, these are our ancestors, and they toiled real hard to sustain themselves and not marry into and assimilate into this sick culture. You know what I'm saying? And we, we need to honor them, especially if we live in these states that I just mentioned. You know, we should take our children and teach them about these people and also amongst ourselves go and research these stories. We have to keep our ancestors alive in our minds and our hearts. Mm-hmm. Understand? Mm-hmm. Sometimes we have to venerate them. and Sometimes we have to call upon them and find out what has been, what's, what's unresolved. What do we need to resolve? You have many, like in New York, you have the federal building downtown built on top of that African burial ground. Mm-hmm. You understand? That's a ritual right there. Like that's that's not a mistake. So you got you you have a lot of these you have a lot of these states where violence as a, as it's at an all time high. These children are killing each other wholesale. The the children from the nineties were killing each other. Eighties and the seventies and the sixties. We didn't even talk about the heroin. We talk about the crack era. What about the heroin era and what it did? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But these are when you start doing your research. These are states that had huge Native American population, huge African populations, and these spirits are basically still in these towns. They're still in these cities, and they still, you know what I mean? It's like they these these spirits get into these children, and these you know they get into people that are under the you know you get a you get a, a crack a crack wave going through the town, or the crack wave going through the city, or a heroin wave and whatnot, and these spirits begin to enter people and take them over. You know what I mean? Because these are unsettled spirits because nobody is settling the score. They still sticking around waiting, you know what I mean? Waiting to do something. That's why they get into these people and then they, they have no, no way but to express their anger and their frustration and this pent up energy that they have within themselves. You know what I mean? I'm feeling the brother to call from Chicago. I'm feeling brother and pool with that warrior spirit because we do need our warriors. If they can have black water and tightening all of these private armies, why can't we? Absolutely. Understand? It's a proven fact that our youth and and, 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 and 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 our elders and everybody we have this energy, we have these spirits that we have to express ourselves. You understand? So why can't we have private armies and contractors and things like that? So we could go defend uh African nations or whatever, protect defend our, our neighborhood. Say that again? To protect our species. Exactly, to protect our species. We have a right to do that. You understand? But they make these, uh, they, they let our people think that the only alternatives 
you know, that we have is to get mad and go out there and forfeit our life. You know what I'm saying? A wise man once said, if you have, you know, a physical a physical um, act of retribution should be your last choice. It should be your last card that you play. You understand? Mm-hmm. Raise our vibrations and take this war on a very, very higher plane. You understand? Because that is our, it's like we, it's like we abandoned the damn boxing ring. That's our ring that we run, but we ain't in the ring. We, we downstairs in the damn locker room playing on that plane. When we're supposed to be in the ring upstairs where they at, that's where the fight is taking place. It's not taking place down here. It's taking place up there, but Negroes ain't up there. It's a few people up there, but not enough. You know what I'm saying? So we need to join the war that's taking place on the spiritual realm, on the higher realms, and that motherfucker will trickle down. And I want to also add that, um, you know, we, we need to know and understand that the greatest, most powerful energy on this planet is sex energy. So while I'm understanding the frustration and the energy that's coming forth from our young brothers, you know what I'm saying, we we don't have to ever have a particular mind state that we are powerless when the power lies within, you know what I'm saying? And you can definitely, through the process of love, you know, not engaging in blind pleasure, but building up a particular energy and a force through that sexual interaction with the one that you love, and that could be one of the most damning, damning forces to deal with your foe. You know what I'm saying? Banish him. Banish him. This shit is being held together by a very thin veil, a very thin veil, but nobody's blowing at the dandelion. So the shit is just sitting there. They got all this stagnant air. We're up to our knees in gasoline. Nobody wants to be the fire to light the flame. Up to almost on our fucking chin in gasoline. You know what I'm saying? You can set this shit on flames at any time. But nobody wants to be the vocal orator. Nobody wants to sound a trumpet. When they hear the trumpet, they want to turn the shit off like, I don't do jazz. You know what I'm saying? Shit is crazy. But we have to look at what has been provided to us. You know what I'm saying? These particular spiritual rituals that put things in motion. Because it has to be set up on the plane before it gets set off on the physical. The physical is Malkuth. That's the last plane, the last sphere of existence. Mm-hmm. Things have to go through many stations and places before they descend on the lane, on the, on the plane of the etheric realm all the way down to physicality, the lowest, mm-hmm. densest matter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Vibrating at the lowest vibration is matter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it comes from the iron soft, the the that that but that 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 father mind. You know what I'm saying? The lodge in the sky, where you put things together without the sound of hammers. Solomon's temple is what we talking about. Okay, the emphasis with them is going over there and starting all of these global uh, conflicts, so they can knock down the fucking uh, the mosque and the. Uh, all them joints over there so they could rebuild Solomon's temple and the physical thing, and the physical realm. They're so uh, uh, hell-bent on dealing with things that we've already elevated from. But we have to 
focus on as a collective building that Solomon's temple amongst ourselves in this particular mental place that we go to and that's where we're going to do our work at and then you'll see it manifest in the material it'll be glorious when you see it not sketchy and all fucked up right you know what I'm saying like uh, unguided warfare would bring it would be sloppy right you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying if you ain't on if you can't think like the Hulk you know what I'm saying? And, and fucking punch tanks and all that shit and split them shits. And, uh, you know, stop aircraft in mid-flight. If your imagination is not resonating on that particular vibration and frequency, then everything else, I, I mean, you could look at Avatar and believe that the birds is going to help you and everything. But if you're not <laughs> tapped into nature, if you're not tapped into your spiritual self, they definitely can't. I'm not saying that they can't. But in order to believe it, you know what I'm saying, you have to be able to go into it. You have to be able to see it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then you have to, uh, most importantly, know it. Because this is wisdom, cipher, knowledge cipher. Be wise about your cipher and knowledgeable about your cipher. Or be the wise one in your cipher, but be very knowledgeable about the cipher. Who are you surrounding yourself with? What are their energies? You know what I'm saying? Download the cards of destiny. Google that. And then see who vibrates to what frequency by taking the the numerology of their birth date and their name. And you find out who's who and what's what. We don't have to live in mystery anymore. Mm -hmm. The tools are here. People are just ignoring them. It's true. Mm -hmm. And if we form our lodge on these particular principles on this plane... And then it's formed in another, because that's the shit when you go to sleep and you start decoding in your sleep now, and you wake up with the fucking decoding. You are decoding in your sleep. You're just somewhere else with a different congregation of like minds doing the work, and they throwing you gems, or you overheard something, and then you wake up, and you're bright. The sun is bright, and you bright. you like, oh, shit, I got a new idea. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But we're not treating that like intellectual property. We're not treating that as the salvation to our particular problems, whether they be monetary or whether they be energy-wise, because the dream state shows you that's a cruddy nigga. Cut him off. But then he calling and shit, spit some slick shit. you like, fuck with you, son. You're <laughs> not being real to yourself. And that's where the conflict lies. Fuck all the Satan bullshit, man. That's a, that's a blind. You know what I'm saying? You are the chaos that you create. Yeah. That's it. And then they have created a scapegoat for you to throw that on. Yeah. But it starts with you. Hmm. It's like when the mouse sees the big shadow and he's scared of himself. So by you even calling this fucking cracker the devil, you're giving him equal balance of the most. And that's not even right because a devil is only on par with an angel. That shit is is, is, is a low level in reality because even all of that is still mythological. We're talking about angles of light. We're talking about dark light and, and, you know, different physics, you know, it's beyond the mundane of what the dumbed-down version has been fed to us. It's the metaphysical aspects of us just, you know what I'm saying, understanding the consequences that you bring to self so that energy, that distorted energy, becomes called, quote-unquote, Satan. But that can't live in another man. That's only yours. 
Right. You got to bear that cross. You got to break that cross. Mm-hmm. Instead of having to shit on your back, you got to put it on your feet. You got to stand on it and own it. Like, I break dance on this now. Powerful, powerful. Yeah. Before we, um, it's two minutes left. I actually wanted to finish this uh, segment by offering this poem that I wrote for the the sisters, you know what I'm saying? The empresses, the queens, for the lack of a better term, I understand the etymology behind that, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the female. This is called a woman's worth. said, which came first, he or she? Well, it's boogery to suggest a man can impregnate himself and push a moon out of his womb, let alone a sun. That's bull. Or in cosmological terms, that'll be Taurus. Isis gave birth to Horus to revenge the father that he never knew. Sound familiar? If Haru is the son of a widow, then define set. The progenitor of this patriarchal mindset. Does the devil have a better ring to it? No matter what name you cling to it, he or she is still an odd couple. The one or the three. When it takes two to tangle, choose your angle. Straight or narrow, slave or pharaoh, grave or hollow ground, which way will you follow down? When I look to the stars, I see mothers, fathers. Not a jealous god, but a loving goddess who throws fits when a pole shifts. Oh, shit. You never can tell. Shit, she can be heaven or hell Because existence is based on tension Like when man's extension swells Soon to burst She too busts a nut and formed the universe By the utterance of the first verse Setting into motion the first earth Along with the lunar birth Actually, she's the wisest matter in the galaxy But this knowledge is highly considered fallacy To the delight of the papacy She even exhibits her intergalactical accuracy Through a monthly cycle in tune with the moon, you see, that's what it is.